The 2024 Subaru Outback is designed to take you anywhere you want to go. And it's available with low 1.9% APR financing with complimentary maintenance included at Subaru of Gwinnett. Discover the many reasons to love a Subaru Outback. Advanced technology features for added safety, tough, sophisticated styling, standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, and a 2023 IIHS Top Safety Pick Plus. Get out there and go places in a Subaru Outback. Adventure never looks so good. Go to SubaruofGwinnett.com to learn more. Rippin' hey, ha, holy ho, and hippity hoppity. All little Venmo, Venmo, baby. In fact, I'll talk about that in just one second. How you doing? Look out, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer, the Kimmer Show podcast in full swing. And as we speak, it's Monday, the 6th of March already. Uh, podcast number 535. And uh, it's good to have you. It's a beautiful weather, although the pollen is outrageous, setting records. Pussy. And if you hear us uh, sneezing and horking around here, that's the reason why. But, it's, you know, it's coming towards spring, warm weather in uh, Georgia, and that's what happens. Anyway, uh, great to have you aboard. Hope everybody had a good weekend. Uh, Pete Davis here, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire. And a mechanical mangler at the controls, uh, Flounder, here at El Condo Flounder. And, um, um, yes. We've got a blank yeah, screen. Uh, what happened? Lucas unplugged something. So. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> Lucas, he did. I just put the video of him up here on the desk. I, I'll be darned. Fixing it right. There we are. Are we okay? There we are. Okay, okay. Sorry, folks. Uh, so are, we're live. Are we on uh, Rumble? We're about to. And uh, YouTube? Is that the deal? We are good to go. Excellent. Uh, by the way, that. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. Oh. Uh, if, and for the record, um, I I, I don't know I don't know how to re- get comments or reply to comments on either Rumble or YouTube for some reason on my phone. I can't log into. I, I don't know whether people are commenting and I'm not commenting back. And if I'm not, it's because I don't know the, I don't see the com- I don't know what's happening. But anyway, so thank you if you're commenting and having Did fun watching videos. Did you already say something about your tire? What's that? Did you already say something on social media about your tire? Yeah. Okay, so Blaine's already talking about yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's coming up. Yeah, and uh, Alpharetta, uh, look out where you drive fest. Once again, <coughs> Orange Cone Week uh, here in the Alpharetta Fest. Uh, anyway, so we'll, we'll talk about that here in a moment. Uh, see, yeah, <laughs> see, luckily you guys never look at any of your Facebook posters, so you have no idea what I've been up to during the week or during the day, which is good because that way it's You're a total social surprise. Media? No, not really, not me. <laughs> so, so, in fact, I was at the bar yesterday. And uh, or was it? Yeah, yesterday. And um, oh, by the way, uh, Rumble says the Kimmer Show podcast started streaming, so that's a good sign. So at the barn yesterday, and Debbie, who owns or who uh, owns uh, Herbie, and uh, just got a brand new horse, and also rides Stretch. She's the one who rides Stretchy. Stretchy won't let men ride him. Hates men because uh, he he sure likes treats for me. But anyway, um, so and she brought her little friend over uh, yesterday uh, to uh, a cute little uh, business partner. Uh, yesterday at the stable, and uh, and, she, and uh, she said, asked me about myself, and are you on the radio? And I said, she said, well, what's your Instagram account? And I said, I don't really have it. <laughs> I don't know about that stuff. So <laughs> anyway, whatever. Uh, but we do have Venmo, uh, and uh, two things. Uh, our friend Denise, once again, Denise, thank you so much. She said, happy Oreo cookie day. Uh, it's also fun facts about names day. National Dentist Day and World Tennis Day. It's also uh, National Pancake Day. National pa- AKA Flapjack Flapjack Day. Yeah, pancake. Tonight, you gonna do pancakes? I'm gonna make. Pa- I actually can I make waffles and pretend it's pancakes yeah. or after no. pancake? it, pancakes? It's pancakes. National Pancake oh, Day. Oh, well, then I'll make pancakes. In fact, I'll try to make it and I'll try to remember and. Uh, 
and uh, you know crispy bacon. Cri- oh well, there you go. I love crispy bacon. Uh, black, black, you know, dark, crispy, crispy. Uh, anyway, and by the way, um, uh, so Venmo. Anyway, if you can help us out on Venmo or go Please. to, I'm sorry, uh, to thekimmershow.net. And that links you to everything. Everything uh, Kimmer is up there. Yep. Uh, our radio station, 106.3 Extra, and uh, the stuff we do and everything else. So we really are uh, very, very grateful for that. Um, so for some reason, my phone is now saying I have visual voicemail. As a fan, <laughs> and I tried to get five. Where, where did this come? I, I don't understand. My, all of a sudden, I try to look up who's been texting me, and it says, Boing, your visual voicemail is not working. And I, I don't even know what that is. I've never heard of it. And Flounders, have you ever heard of it? No. Flounders never seen it. So how all of a sudden does my phone start doing something no one's ever heard of? I'm sorry. Well, I'm just, I can't, you know, and and by the way, um, I I call in on Friday morning at 106.3. I call in on Friday mornings around 725. And... And our, our, our the, the Wi-Fi internet thing wasn't working on the laptop that Flounder had to come to my house and set up, and suddenly it stopped working. Your internet connection's not working. It cut me off, and Flounder tried to do it over the phone. It wouldn't work, so now he's got to come back. And, and again, I, I didn't do anything. I just sat there, and the damn thing just died. So Somet- now he's got to come back to my house and reboot it. Sometimes you just have to reset your internet on your computer. Sometimes just unplug it. And then plug no, it back I in. did that. I did that twice. I did. I did everything you're supposed to do. Did you hit it? it? Does I? I didn't hit it. I should have hit it. See now, there you are. You know. See, you know the stuff. Hit, hit the damn thing. I, well, there you are. Like I would have like, hit it in the wrong place. Like <laughs> anyway, like and, and, and by the way, um, if you ever see me riding in the back of a police car. <laughs> I'll bet this kind of thing has something to do I would with pay it. Good money. I started shooting up my computer or something, and the neighbors. <laughs> we knew it. We. <laughs> I would pay good money to see that. <laughs> and if I am in the back of a police car with my hands cuffed behind my back, I the whole way I'm going to say, "Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet?" <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Anyway, <coughs> Lordy. Okay, uh, I, so thank you for Venmo. We also still have the uh, Kimmer Show. Um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, 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 mailbox, uh, post office box. That's there you true. go. Uh, Kimmer Media, post office box one four three two fourteen thirty two, Alpharetta, Georgia three zero 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 nine and i got a nice letter here from robert and he says love the show have for years listening to some of your previous podcasts you guys were talking about how much has been taken out of public schools but he said there's one local district he didn't want to see who it is out loud cop i wanted to tell you that uh, all hope is not lost Every morning before school starts the kids stand place their hands over their hearts and recite the pledge of allegiance After that, the school plays one of several patriotic songs which the kids sing along to. Then they have a moment of reflection so the students can either pray or reflect or whatever. Most of the students do this and enjoy singing along. Oh, kitty's on your chair. Hey, cat. Uh, hey, cat. <laughs> Pete's trying to sit down in your chair. Can you I don't mind. You? He says, well, you know, nobody was up here. There he goes. <laughs> He's going to go play with Flounder. <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, it's all bad. I finish your story. Anyway, so... Um, so I said, he said, they say the Pledge of Allegiance play a patriotic song. Uh, most of the students do this and enjoy singing along. There are some students who do not participate due to religious or other reasons. So like I mentioned, maybe all hope is not lost. 
uh, sending some cheeseburger money, which I wish could do more, but these spendocrats are killing me. Uh, thanks for the laughs and info. By the way, he says, P.S., can we add meatloaf and turkey recipes to the bingo card? <laughs> I don't know if there's room. Yeah, uh, anyway, that's from Robert. And one more quickie. Uh, and I won't read all of it because it's a very, very long letter, but uh, 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 Paul from Athens went to a lot of trouble here talking about uh, Black History Month and examining the real history of the United States and how we're not as bad as everybody thinks, how black tribes were selling black men and women in order black tribes and stuff from Portugal in the 1500s, uh, 300,000 Civil War people in slavery. And but he's a, He makes a point, if reparations are paid to the victims of slavery, how about something for the people who helped free them? The relatives of the of the of the soldiers who gave their lives yeah. in in defense of making America a better place. My uh, father's family lost at least two, two yeah two great great uncles, uh, a year apart in two battles southeast of Nashville. Yeah. They're buried in unmarked graves. Yeah. Well, I, you know, again, this, well, I don't want to talk about reparations today, but anyway, he says uh, yeah, a very nice letter, Paul from Athens. Thank you, and a very nice. So we pay. My family's paid. Yeah, we paid our day. And by the way, uh, I've never owned slaves, so uh, give me a break. All right, how about that? Or anybody in my family for generations. So thank you. Anyway, whatever. I don't want to talk about that crap. Um, oh, oh. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to get all ooey there for a second. Um, uh, two things. Uh, first of all, uh, it uh, was payday here from the Kimber Media, and I gave Flounder his check. And I, I put, uh, we got uh, from our friends at Dickey Broadcasting this month's, uh, last month actually, the month of February's. Uh, oh, Laura, uh, Lori just sent us a very nice uh, donation and said, crazy ass people. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I guess we're the crazy ass people. Thank you, Lori. Uh, anyway, Pete uh, to, uh, and, and Flounder, the uh, amount this past month from our friends at the Dickey Broadcasting Company was $199.29. That comes out to $66.43. But up. I'm rounding up, baby. Check this out, Mister. Twenty, forty, sixty, seventy, Mister. No, that's, that's too that's much. That's three dollars. Uh, no, no, three dollars and uh, fifty-one cents, or forty-one, fifty-one cents, or whatever. He got the same thing. He oh, got seventy-two. Okay. I'll take the hit. I'll take the eight-dollar hit. Here, have it. No, 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 no. <laughs> now I'm gonna feel bad for like no, ten, no, no. Ten I, I, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. A couple things as we before we. Uh, oh, let's talk about the show. Uh, we're, you're gonna hear. Did you get both the Southwise founder? Uh, the, uh, okay. We're you're gonna hear some of the Chris Rock stuff. And also uh, the Saturday Night Live, which I haven't, I didn't see, but I saw it on social media, which is kind of funny picking on Fox. Apparently, we may have Fox a problem with uh, Fox Audio because Twitter is down. Oh, okay. Well, and, if you can't play it, yeah. I've got the story. I can yeah, tell you the story so, cool. if we don't get the sound. But Let's again, see if I can find it elsewhere. Apparently, though. Fox, they're talking a lot about, you're hearing about Fox Television being in serious trouble with lawsuits. Uh, trying to claim that Tucker and all those other people knew that the things were a lie, but propagated it anyway. Dominion voting side. There's all kinds of billion-dollar lawsuits going on about Fox Television, and and uh, they the swamp be, is fighting back. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They've rigged the system. We're not. They're yep, gonna use it. We are not done. Anyway, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk about that too. Um, let's see. Oh, commercial bingo. Who had slow leak in one of my tires? This is unfreaking believable. How, how, this is what, like maybe number eight, of a slow leak in a tire. 
And so I thank God I have a pump. I keep it that goes into my cigarette library. Might not, they don't have those anymore. Whatever you call it, the auxiliary plug or something, whatever you call it. No, you do because you got that Porsche. Um, and so, because um, uh, all my Porsche people smoke like crazy. It's Germans. unbelievable. That's what they say. German. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so, so, so sure enough, so I go to Pep Boys. And uh, they say, oh, it's on the, uh, there's like a bunch of steel thing, you know, spikes or something. And, you're, and we can't plug them because it's on the side or whatever. So, so now I'm going, I'm going to the tire store where I bought them in the first place after the podcast today. So that'll be the rest of, I mean, it's unbelievable. And I, I blame a gazunda, my friend. I don't even want to tell you how much these freaking things cost. These Michelin Pilot Sports something or other. It's unbelievable. Know, but they're great tires. They're, but yeah, but I, you can't drive an Alpharetta. I mean, everywhere you go, mm -hmm. the, have you seen? Seen the roads in the main street all the way. I mean, it's unbelievable. I don't drive through there. You can't. No. I, I mean, I, I'm really this. This has got to be number eight of my tire. And, and sometimes I get it plugged, which is twenty bucks or whatever. But if it's a new tire, it's outrageous. I didn't. I can't even say because then you'll say, "Well, you want the car to take you there?" You know, whatever. Anyway. Uh, oh, by the way, a funny story. Uh, oh, I, yeah, okay. I, I'm just, sorry. Just Am I, am I too You're excited? You're like ADHD boy today. Really? Am I too? Just chill. I'll try to chill. Just, actually, just a, a split second pause between stories would be nice. All right. Because it's like. <laughs> all right. Now, see, this is the kind of thing. Stream of consciousness. This here. is the kind of feedback that I think we all need to work together to have me stop being an asshole. Is that what you're saying? No, or, I said. No, I, no, I, I got, wouldn't say that. No. I got whiplash no, from these I'm changes. An asshole, but I'm, you know, I'm still okay. You know, I'm doing the show. So that's all right. All right. Here we go. I had a very unusual experience. You did. I did. Uh, Sunday, I said, well, I'm, I've, I've had my slow leak for several days. And I said, well, you know, this is stupid. So I finally, I called, uh, uh, <coughs> excuse me, my tire store where I bought them uh, is not open on Sunday. So I called Pep Boys, which is not, is right down the street from me, really. And I've been there. They yes. plugged probably six or eight of them. Mm -hmm. So I go into Pep Boys. There's a new guy. Every time I go, there's a new guy behind the things. And, and it was a, a black gentleman with very long, long, long cornrows and a, like a black a uh, skull hat thing or what they call beanie thing and long, long, long cornrows. And, <coughs> and, um, and when I came in and introduced myself and I mentioned I've been here before and he kind of looks up. He was very, uh, very quiet, sullen, barely said hi or uh, what can I do for you? I mean, just really kind of wasn't interested at all. He just probably didn't want to be there on a Sunday, you know, at one o'clock in the hour or noon or whatever. Anyway, so he was fine. He was okay, but it just was totally like, I wasn't even alive. And then, and he said, so he, brought, he was going to bring the car and check the tire. I'm sitting in the back. And I come out, I come out toward the front, kind of wait while I'm waiting. And I hear him listening to the radio, and it's the Chris Rock special. Uh, you know, the, the, the thing he just did the other day, and we're gonna, you're going to hear some of that, by the way, coming up. Anyway, so I hear Chris Rock, and so I said to him, oh, I said, oh, is that Chris Rock? Man, I love him. He's great. And the guy exploded. He says, oh, yeah, man. This is, and he just, he just all of a sudden, like, we're best friends. I mean, it's the damnedest thing. And, and I, it really is, a, I mean, I, I, I can't help but really think that there was a, a cultural, a teeny cultural uh, kind of a hold your own place, no, don't get too friendly with people divide when I first walked in there, white guy, black guy, I don't know. But boy, as soon as I said, oh, I love Chris Rock almost as much as Dave Chappelle kind of thing, he just boom, and we became instantly bonded. Talked about his bits, I mean, it was unbelievable. And I don't know whether I should make a thing out of this or maybe he was just reserved for everybody until some link, I don't know. I'm just, I, I just thought, you know, maybe he's a, I don't know. 
I'm not trying to make a racial thing up, but we had a great we had a great uh, few minutes talking together. It was really fun, and I, and I thought it was unusual enough that I'm mentioning it on the podcast. Did you get his number? I did not get his number, or his, even his name. Uh, <laughs> but I did. I, and speaking, of, and the last thing on my car, I did. Uh, I did need one of those emission tests again this yes, year. Yes. So I went to the place, uh, a little Shell station right down the street from my place, um, and I got no problem. And the guy, a guy's named Robert, and he was a Marine and uh, stationed at Cherry Point and uh, enlisted in 1989, a Marine officer and stuff. So it's small world. He those guys to the, are almost always friendly as hell. Listen to those the podcast, guys doing great those guy. Things. And there's a car wash there, and it was mobbed because of beautiful was it? weather. Uh, Twenty-five bucks. Mine was twenty-six. It's around, yeah. Around well, actually, yeah. The emission test was twenty-five. The uh, uh, for me to mail in the certificate to get my tag number was twenty-five yeah, plus one dollar extra to mail it. They charge you an extra dollar to, if you mail it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway. By the way, uh, Eric says uh, this Kimmer constructive criticism minute brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com. <laughs> there you are. That's right. Located right here in Sonoya, Georgia. Eric and the gang they print the custom shirts and the hats and the signs, the promo items, and no minimum order, no setup fees. What does that mean? That means you can order one or 1,000. Go for the 1,000. They got laser engraving for the tough oh, stuff, for the livestock. Podcast blanket, my golf yeah. towel. That, I mean, true. it said Jennifer's T-shirts with horse pictures on them. Clear. I mean, just beautiful quality. It's absolutely amazing. Farmhouseprintingco.com. Local guys right here in Sonoya, Georgia. They have Check their own out. doggy. They have their own uh, podcast doggy, a beautiful golden retriever. Done. Oh. It's just a wonderful, wonderful That's place. Um, anyway, all right, coming up, we have more personal stuff here, but coming up, we will have uh, a, a couple of passings. Let's mention a couple of passings. Although I have to admit to you, I did not know this name. Now you will, and I did not. Gary Rossington. Oh yeah. Seventy-one years old. Had heart problems. They didn't say exactly what happened. He was the last surviving member of Leonard Skinnerd. Amazing. October 77, he survived the plane crash. About a dozen others survived the plane crash, ran out of fuel, and slammed into the ground and killed you know, the famous members How of the band. How could it run out of fuel? I, 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 Who I don't does that? understand. How could you not always have it full? When you, if, you, if you land your plane and say, I'll be back in two days to, fill, to get it, fill it up. How could you ever get in an airplane to drive off and not have a full tank? James, I mean, really. James Gregory, the comedian, talks about that <laughs> in the Caribbean. I want to play. So he, he gets all these little puddle jumpers, and the, the stewardess walks down and goes, how much do you weigh? And, they, and, and, and he goes, wait he a talks minute. He talks real gay talking, you know. You know. Why, why do you all know how much you weigh? Well, sir, we got to know how much weight we'll carry, so know how much gas to put in the car. He says, hey, here's my there, visa. Yeah. Fill her up. Fill it up. He, says, <laughs> he says, I don't know what to make the planes of. He said, how come they always find a black box. He said, I want to make the planes out of what they make the black box out of so you can bounce it off a cornfield. <laughs> he said, I don't want to run out of gas because some fat bitch in the back don't want to say how much she weighs. <laughs> about 60 pounds. <laughs> Fill her out. <laughs> Not to make light of Gary Rossington. No, I'm going to say we're now laughing about the plane crash. But, uh, but uh, Rossington was 71 years old. Again, they think it was, he had heart issues. Slide guitar, baby. He was the surviving, last surviving member of Leonard Skinner, and uh, when he, he was in the crash, he broke both his legs, both his arms, both his ankles, his pelvis, and God knows, I mean, you know, he was a... 
It didn't. Some pieces. of them have to crawl out through the woods. It was in Mississippi or Louisiana. Yeah. Had to crawl out of the woods and go up to a house and say, oh, my God, call the yeah, ambulance. Un- unbelievable. I mean, it was just horrible, horrible thing. Gary Rossington, 71. What they would have done. They probably would have replaced the almonds at some point. Well, they it would have been one and two, or two and one. The Southern Anthem was Ramblin' Man before yeah. Freebird came yeah, along. Yeah. So they replaced him with the Southern Anthem. And if they had been around as long as Almonds, maybe they would have replaced him. I still think the Almonds are the number one Southern band, but Skinner's right there. Yeah, I don't know how you would differentiate popularity between the two. And again, a, a, a little cover story, Wade, no offense, and I, uh, he had a party boat, and I had a little uh, speedboat cruiser thing, and we shared a, a slip together at Lake Alatoona, and also Lanier later, but it was Alatoona, where uh, our next door slip neighbor was one of the drummers of Leonard Skinner, little guy, uh, kind of, <coughs> you know, a little country boy, and uh, very friendly, very nice guy. He was with Leonard, Leonard Skinner. This is back in the early 90s when this happened. Uh, we had our boats, and uh, um, and they, they kicked him out of the slip because he used to just throw his garbage overboard. <laughs> anyway, so, but he was a nice man. Really looked real country, and, and I didn't, I can't remember his name, but a uh, nice guy, and he was one of the drummers. For Cindy <laughs> says that Gary lived in Alpharetta. Really? Yeah, he lived in Alpharetta. And uh, well, something else I was going to say. Well, that's a, how come nobody, oh, that's kind of amazing, isn't it? Wouldn't you think that a guy that... Well Why known. Not? They're from. They were basically after they moved here. They were from here, basically. Yeah, they but I'm, I'm just here. amazed that it. Play it pretty for Atlanta, as they said in the Fox. Well, I did. There's not a lot of news coverage about <laughs> it. I wonder why. All right, Kimmer, I got some drummer names for you. Would it be Bob Burns, Michael Cartellione, Kurt Custer, Owen Hale, or Kenny Oranoff? It might have been Bob. W- Wayne would remember. If I saw, if they had his face, I remember. It's kind of a kind of a little fella, kind of. Country, I think he might have had well, a you know little goatee thing going. I can't our, remember. One of our listeners, uh, Preston Holcomb, yeah. from the Grapes and uh, several yeah, well, other he's bands. Here he's with Blackberry Smoke now, and they're overdoing Europe. Oh, and no he's kidding. posting this stuff from Madrid and Zurich and everything. He is having the time of his oh, life. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, uh, well, he pops up on Facebook Preston's or uh, social media all the time. Okay, now he's touring Europe. Isn't that amazing? With blackberries, really cool. And they're selling out too, all over Europe. It's absolutely amazing. That's, southern, that's, uh, that's great to like hear. Southern uh, thing. That's, oh, yeah. one more thing about uh, Leonard Skinner, and I've told this before. When me and my brother, in 2013, were in Liverpool taking the Beatles tour. Yeah. We we stopped the bus, and of course the bus driver asked us where we're all from, and most people were from. You know, there were some Germans, and there was some from Minnesota, and there were some more British people, <clears throat> and we pop in front of one of Paul McCartney's. <clears throat> childhood homes and we're sitting there looking at it and people talking about the Beatles and this English guy comes up to me and goes you're from Atlanta and it's like yeah he goes man my favorite album is live at the Fox Theater Leonard Skinner and he's no going on kidding. and on about it. I go yeah I've been to the Fox I've seen Skinner and everything and all he wanted to talk about was Leonard Skinner not Paul wow. McCartney or the Beatles tiny world it is. I mean who'd have thought on a bus in Liverpool Liverpool <laughs> oh mercy um, also another passing uh, Tom Sizemore the actor, yeah. he was in Saving Private Ryan, a whole bunch of. He had he had some drug and. Oh thing yeah, issues. he was he was Problems. a great yeah. great actor. He, but he was he, only sixty one years old. He was with Heidi Fleiss for a little bit too. Yeah, uh, he was in Natural yeah. Born Killers in Heat. Uh, That's a really good Pearl movie. Pearl Harbor, Heat. Black Hawk Down. I don't that I, that didn't do much for me. I, I don't think I mean a lot of people thought it was great because De Niro and Al Pacino were in it. Which movie? Heat. Heat. Oh yeah, I, 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 I didn't it like overblown. it. Is that one going to chase him through the airport? Yeah, well, yeah. The one, the the, the whole gun scene in the downtown LA was really cool eh, because back then they didn't have CGI. All that was actually done. Yeah. Well, yeah. For some, I remember. You know, I, for some reason, I think I've decided I, I really didn't 
like it for some reason. It was supposed either. to be a good movie. It was a popular it's movie. It's becoming more it? popular as yeah. people respect it I don't know why. I, I just didn't Flounder, look up Artemis Pyle. Sophia says Artemis is still alive. Yeah, he's the original drummer. I didn't think I should have said him. Oh, my God. So that means he's not. Rosington isn't the last if Artemis is still alive. What a great name. Oh, Artemis. yeah. Cool. Um, let's see. Uh, well, I have a surprise for you here. One more thing to mention. I got a surprise for you, too. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, uh, this is just, uh, just a thing to shout out. Yeah, he's 74. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to oh. cut you off. He's 74 years old, and he's still alive. Okay, Jeff Hollinger. Well, you screwed up. You told me that he was the last hey, one. It was on the news. It was on the news. Toxic David, it's on the news. Can't believe 11 alive. Dirty bastards. <laughs> <laughs> 11 Hollinger. dead or alive. Um, uh, 60 years after he was recommended for the Medal of Honor for Bravery in Vietnam, a retired Colonel Paris Davis. One of the first black officers to lead a special forces team in combat finally received the Medal of Honor. He was due. He's 83 years old. Uh, apparently, uh, some people hit it so he wouldn't get credit for it a couple of times over the past 50 years. Uh, but uh, And so there was a ceremony. The reason I mention it is because he led a charge against the enemy, uh, artillery fire, hand-to-hand combat. He, he went into rice paddies several times, dragging wounded comrades back to safety while he was also shot up from guns and f- grenade fragments. And uh, his entire team survived, and he was awarded the Medal of Honor. Uh, some of the uh, racists apparently tried to hide it or whatever, so they said. Anyway, the reason I mention it is because Biden... When he gave him this, when he gave him the medal in the ceremony, had to mention what a racist country we have, as opposed to talking about his heroism and sacrifice. And it's just, you know, typical of this freaking divisive president, just like his freaking uh, Democrat predecessor. Uh, before I forget, boys, uh, you recall some time ago, Pete, when I brought in some. It was. It wasn't cupcakes. It was uh, chocolatey ch- or a Boston cream cake or something. I remember what it was. And uh, and we put them in the refrigerator so they stayed cool. And then you went home and didn't get them and flounder ate them all. Well, boys, just out of spur of the moment, the other day I got these Hostess cupcake things. One for you and one for flounder. And I haven't had these Hostess wow. cakes in. 30 years, uh, yeah. I'll bet you. Or more. Yeah. Or 40 years. Yeah. Now, first of all, they seem a little smaller, which I wouldn't yes, be surprised at do. all. But I was very surprised because there's a lot of cream, this good cream filling and, and, and sweet frosting. Is it vanilla or banana? Vanilla. Okay. Um, that looks good. And I couldn't believe I was. I, I couldn't believe it. Well, I'm glad you're doing that because I've got something for you. You do? Well, Father, yours is over here, see? Yeah. I know I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Don't look. Don't right. look. Don't look. No looking. Okay, I'm gonna show the people first right, before I show you. you. No, now this I don't. Uh, there's not a. <laughs> <laughs> there. Oh, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I want you. To, we're all gonna try one today. You do it today. Do it right now. Let's try them. Oh my! These are horrible. Yeah, they're, they're, it's asbestos. It's not food. It's asbestos. <laughs> to plug your freaking radiator I with know. it. <laughs> I could put this in my tire and I have to get a new one for 700 My ex-wife used to leave them oh out for a God. couple of days what so they you? got stale Take before she would eat them. Oh, oh, they're stuck together. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> you have to pull you with your hands off. Bite his head off first. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>, flounder? <laughs> and there's your hostess thing too. Alright, we ready? Yeah. Oh, these are horrible. I mean, they're just... Maybe we should hold one up to the camera so they can see what we're talking... Have they always been... I thought they were yellow. They're all kinds of colors. Okay, because I, I remember yellow ones. They're diverse. Now. All right. Oh, it's just freaking horrible. It's a marshmallow covered with sugar. That's all it is. But it's not... 
I'd dissolve it in hot chocolate. It's just wait. Do. Well, that way I could do that. I would do that. Yeah. Disgusting. But it's just wasted calories. I can't uh, eat the whole thing. <laughs> I can't disgusting. eat that. <laughs> oh, gross. That's despicable. Anyway, now your chocolate's over here. You still, I did bring your yeah, chocolate you today. <clears throat> excuse me, excuse me. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, many things, many things. And again, we have we have a lot of news. I got, I, in fact, I have a bunch of news stories. We'll talk about Antifa, the riot at the force. Why aren't they shooting those people in the force? I know. Why aren't Why? they firing guns at the people shooting them with Molotov cocktails and rocks and everything else? Blah, 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 blah. Full auto, Flame baby. Throwers. S- set the place on fire. They need to clear it anyway, right? Burn it down. Anyway, I don't about. know why we put I, up with I, I this. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, if pre- they were right on the right, they'd be in there. To, the FBI would be all if over that was them. A, if that was a MAGA headquarters, God. you don't think the FBI would have been in every one of their homes at 6 in the morning with SWAT teams? Arresting their families? That's right. Fucking anyway, we'll God. talk about President Stupid's visit to Selma, which, uh, unfortunately, it was so embarrassing. It was a uh, bloody Sunday, and President Again? showers with daughter. Unfortunately, it was the anniversary of the Selma <laughs> March called Bloody Sunday. Unfortunately, President showers with daughter thought it was a salute to Thelma Ritter, who was a famous old actress, and then he got, they tried to set, uh, you know, a Sunday, Bloody Sunday, and he thought it was that Al Pacino movie about the football team where the bombing of the stadium, and, and it was very... Very confusing, poor man. Anyway, he, Black he didn't. Sunday. Black Sunday. He got it so wrong. Uh, not only that, uh, another push to bring the Democratic National Convention to Atlanta. I hope if they oh, do, please. shut them down, baby. Please. Every intersection. I mean, well, we'll talk about it. Also, uh, the bad doggy burglar, the Minnesota pot bitch, creepy reality television. Also, I've got a story I can't believe, and I'm when I read it to you, and then you tell me whether you would still drink the water. All that and more coming up, plus a couple of sound bites and some funny things. But first, um, oh, I thought this was fairly amusing. <clears throat> this morning, 4.14 a.m., Flounder sends a text message to me and Pete about the Walmart guy. Oh, was that you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 4.14. Now, I'm probably up. I mean, I think I'd just gone back to bed after hitting the head. So, I mean, I'm up three or four days a week anyway. Uh, and fly, but, so, it's not a big deal for me. But Flounder sent out a text. I've got it here. 4.14 in the morning. Now, Pete is not a big fan of early morning texts. I, don't I was care. actually up. Oh, you were yeah, up? I was. <laughs> and, here, and it's kind of an old story, but it's fairly cute. So, I'll mention I'll read it to you now. And it was a Flounder sent a tweeted 4:14 in the morning two hours into my first it's a guy at uh, uh, with a vest that says how can i help you at walmart two hours into my first day at work as a walmart greeter an ugly woman came in with her two kids hearing her swear at them i said good morning welcome to walmart nice kids are they twins the mom answered hell no they are twins the oldest one's nine the other one's seven why would you think they're twins are you blind or stupid I replied, oh, I'm not blind or stupid. I just couldn't believe someone slept with you twice. Have a good day, and thank you for shopping at Walmart. My supervisor said I probably wasn't really cut off of this kind of work. So that was Flounder's 414 AM text for just well, working for the show. What you to think that that, that is so important <laughs> that that had to go out at 415 in the morning? I'm trying to remember, was this this morning or was yes. this? Yeah. Yes. I'm wondering if I meant to send you guys something else. Huh. Well, I don't know. Because <laughs> normally, I mean, I was at work, so I was up doing something. I mean, I was... Uh, anyway, and also, Pete uh, sent us a message the other day. I don't know whether you want to talk about it or not, but about the Tennessee woman cop. 
Now she's claiming she's a victim? Yeah, yeah she said she said no. She, when? I didn't see the video of her saying no, and she'd be, you know, next, you know, four yeah, guys are swarmier. Uh, Please. But again, I said I no. Mean, I, feel, I mean, Please. I you're mean, not a victim. No, you're hardly a you're victim. A, okay, you like threesome. You like having sex with people. Own it. Yeah, and again, this is the Tennessee police officer who would have sex with guys on the job, in the car, at their house, whatever, in the parking lot, and she claimed that, that her, she and her husband had an open marriage and it was news to him. <laughs> you know, so he said, uh, no, I don't really... Uh, <laughs> excuse me, you're kissing my wife. I, uh, you know, <laughs> I hate when that no. happens. Uh, anyway, oh you're, oh, you're just a kid. Is that your personality? Is that it, really? Um, anyway, for the record, she's uh, still a skank. Um, you do her. Uh, I, I, of, of course. You do her. I did, of course. <sighs> um, let's see. Oh, um, I still, I, I, speaking of TV, two quick th- things on TV. I still cannot watch the TV commercial where the family leaves the house and the unruly dogs running around yeah. and they bring the crate. As, so, as soon as I see any segment of that commercial, I have to change it. I finally it figured still it out. makes me mad. It's about the pandemic because everybody was home. <laughs> And then now everybody's not at home anymore. So it changed. And I, so the poor dog's left alone. But it ends nice. Yeah, but I know I can't. I can't watch it. Why? It I, ends I, nice. I can't. I don't like it because it just remind. I just it just the whole thing starts, and I don't want to have to go through the whole thing to get to the ending. I know it's, it's, I, it doesn't it's make any when sense. when he's looking out the window, watching him leave. I, you know, my heart. Me. Again, you know, I still because uh, Bear used to do that. He used to hold his toy in his mouth at the window and watch me leave. Like, yeah, oh, it break your heart. It what it did. You know, when my horse would whinny after when I'd leave. You know, I just I can't. I, it's too much. It's it's you know anyway. So just for the right, I still can't watch it. There are hundreds of families who need help with their loved ones. As part of our Subaru Love Promise, Subaru of Gwinnett has partnered with Plan Pethood to help with animal transportation, adoption fees and clinics, and outreach vaccine clinics to help create a better world for animals. We've supported over 320 animals, 541 vaccinations, and 211 microchips during our Subaru Loves Pets Month initiative. To learn more about how we support our furry friends, go to SubaruofGwinnett.com. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. And one more quick TV nitpick thing, too. Um, Jesse Waters is getting really, really full of himself. He interrupts really? his guests. He's all always been full of himself. I know, but way. it's getting worse. I mean, he interrupts his guests just to say something when it's really not appropriate. So he's um, it's just, I, I you know, it, uh, and by the way, this is still driving me nuts. Back when the pandemic happened, all of a sudden, all the TV interviewers uh, were going on Zoom and, and, and uh, dislocated uh, spots. They couldn't be in the studio together and so all of a sudden you'd see uh, every night on tucker he would say uh, 
Uh, here, our guest is so-and-so, bippity-bop, thanks for being with us. Three seconds later, the guy would say, oh, thank you, Tucker, great. Well, Tucker's still talking, because I the IF, it's called an IFB. It's a feedback thing you put in, the little thing they have in their ear, and the director gives them uh, questions or you know, wrap it up or whatever. And when the guest has one, too, and the problem is there's a delay. And the, I don't know why they can't fix the stupid delay, because it happens every single interview, and it just drives me nuts. It's, you know, it's been two years. Anyway, just for the record, I just I just freaking going freaking crazy, uh, and I'm, he's really bothered. I mean, I like his stuff, but he's just he's getting way 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 too full of himself. He strikes me as the type of guy that if he went to work for CNN, he'd be spouting liberal shit. He's gonna say whatever someone's paying him to say. I you know I wouldn't be surprised. He, he, uh, uh, I don't think Tucker would, but I think he. I think he's a broadcaster. I think he's a. I think he's an entertainer, broadcaster guy. I don't. I don't see him as a political commentator who got he a job in he TV. Is. He thinks he is. Well, I know, but but he he's a TV guy. He's not a commentator who got a job on TV. I got hair like this. Yeah, I've shown him. He has great hair. hair. He's got great. I, but man, don't I wish I had hair like you know? I mean, and again, how is it possible that having scientists having devised a freaking chemical that you can have hair? How much money would they make if oh they did that? Oh my God. Look at the money they had with the the, the hard pill. <laughs> think Viagra. About, think about, and that's just something that no one really sees unless you're having sex. Imagine if everyone could see your hair every day. The money they How would make. How is it possible that there isn't a cream that stimulates the growth of your hair? And if they can transplant uh, some stuff from the side and put a hole in your head and put the hair oh, in there and no, it grows... It no. grow. I mean, so there, therefore, there's life in the area. They just have to put the follicle roots. Uh, with the, the DNA stuff they have now, and the stuff they can do with the genetics and everything, how can they not? I don't get it. Put the hair follicles and, and back. You would make a billion dollars in a week. It would be the biggest thing ever. In a week, it would be bigger than Viagra. Oh, oh, God. I'd do it. I'd, well, how much would you pay to have a, a Jesse Waters head of hair? Not his hair. I, I don't like that. Well, color. I mean, a great head of hair, whatever you want to yeah, call like it. Like Paul McCartney's uh, hair or something. Pick a, pick a style. Whatever, you know, Mick great, Jagger a, a, still got all his hair. How much would you pay a, to have a great head of hair? Oh, God, I don't know how much. $5,000? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd pay 5000 Flounder, well, you, you've well, got, he, a, good he you got a good hair. I mean, I, uh, but I, I take Propecia. Yeah, Would, but you're not gonna. I don't think see, you have a little widow's peak, but you don't. No, you, it's you, don't go. you don't have baldness. I don't think you don't. Is your I, have the, I have the standard male pattern baldness. Yeah, but was your mother losing her hair? No, your or grandmother. Her, actually, it's her the grandmother. Father. My my father. my grandfather. He didn't go completely bald, but he thinned out as he got older. The mother's side is where you. I get thought it was yeah, the mother's grandparents. Yeah, something like uh, but that. But anyway, uh, and my in fact, my father's father was bald. Anyway, whatever. Uh, but okay, how could you not? How could they not? How could not a million scientists say, boy, I'm going to figure this one out, boy. If I mean, they do. That's all I would do is use, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. I'm, I'm not smart enough and to figure Rogaine, it out. And that Rogaine's, none of that. I don't think any of that stuff works, tell you the truth. That's, for some people, I th apparently it does. There, there's a, uh, when I had a doctor gave, gave me treatments, he said there's sometimes the, the hairs just need to be, uh, the follicles need to be stimulated and they're in there, but they aren't growing. I don't know. I, I have no idea. But again, I, I'm flabbergasted that there's not. Mark, not, Mark right? says Viagra was originally invent, invented to grow hair back. That's right. That was one of the one of the uh, side effects was uh, growing hair. Sometimes where you didn't want it, like in your ears or your nose or whatever, <laughs> which <would laughs> kind of suck. Um, uh, okay. Um, let's see. You want to do a want to do a Chris Rock thing first? Sure. Oh, we got Chris Rock. We also have. Uh, I'll tell you about the Saturday Night Live. Uh, now I got to find. I, you know what? It came on. I, I got Netflix up and running at Amazon, and ju it just I turned it on just as <laughs> it was coming on. And I go. 
I don't want to hear this. I, I just had no care whatsoever. To on the listen. SNL? No, Chris Rock on oh, his Chris Rock? Netflix special. Well, I, I, the only reason I saw it was because he, I mean, he came out fight with a real public blasting Where did you of the see reaction it? to it. I, I, I just heard it. I didn't see it on TV. I heard it on, it was on social media, all over the place, social media. And I think Fox played a, 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 some edited sound bites of it too. In fact, we'll play it for you A lot of people said it was kind of lame. Oh, I don't. Well, you'll you, we have this. You'll hear it in a second. I didn't. I mean, I didn't hear too many bad reviews, but I heard he he messed up one of the big jokes or like a punchline. He kind of messed up. Or no, well, I wouldn't know that. Uh, but he rips Will Smith and talks about the Oscar slap. Uh, he's uh, Chris Rock is fifty eight. Uh, barrage of blistering attacks on the 50... Oh, I beg your pardon. Yeah, he's 58. Uh, blistering attacks on the 54-year-old actor and his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, 51, in the last minutes of a selective outrage, the Netflix story thing. Um, an hour into the set, he addressed the, uh, the incident re uh, referencing the former rapper Suge Knight, who's in prison serving a murder sentence. And Chris said... Uh, Y'all know what happened to me getting smacked by Suge Smith, Will Smith. Everybody knows. Everybody effing knows. Yes, it happened. I got smacked a year ago. Anyway, let's. Uh, uh, we'll talk more about it afterwards. Uh, Flounder, would you play a little uh, Chris Rock here and see whether you think it was? Sure, a, I got three cuts for us. So I'll get the first one. You know what happened to me getting smacked by Suge Smith? smacked in the Oscars by this mother and people like did it hurt it still hurts <laughs> I got summertime ringing in my ear <laughs> but I'm not a victim baby you will never see me on Oprah or Gail crying you will never see it never gonna happen <laughs> I couldn't believe it and I love men in black no No, I took that hit like Pacquiao. I know you can't tell on camera, Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. We are not the same size, okay? We are not. It's got this guy, Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. If I'm in a movie getting open heart surgery, I got on a sweater. He, uh, he outed Will Smith uh, and he outed Jada saying she's the one who hurt, uh, hurt his feelings way more than I ever did hurt her feelings because she was uh, skanking around on him back when they had, uh, was splitting their marriage. Uh, she was uh, uh, skanking around with uh, people he knows, close people he knows, which to me would have been the ball game. I don't know how you, you know... Their son's friend. Yeah, well... I, she, I, was, I, she was... I, I, are we going to find her or not? Fine. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell what he was doing if we don't find her. It's nobody. But anyway, he, that's basically what he said. he said. He said, for people who don't know what everybody else knows, Will Smith, his wife, was blanking her son's friend. Mm. He mocked Will Smith for his appearance on Jada's Facebook watch show, Red Table Talk, in which they talked about her cheating on him. And Chris Rock said, we've all been cheated on. Everybody's been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. She hurt him way more than he hurt me. 
Everybody in the world called him a B. I tried to call the B a blank blank and give him my condolences. He ain't even for me picking up the phone. Everybody called him a B. Everybody called that man a B. Charlemagne the God called him a B. Is that, is that for bitch? Probably. Bastard? It's, it's a bitch. B and then f- it's like three blank. I don't know. Probably a bitch. <laughs> bitch. Wait um, a minute. How many, how many things after? Uh, let's see. One, two, four. Yeah, it must be bitch. Oh. Uh, effing Charlemagne, the God called him a bitch. The Breakfast Club called him a bitch. The View and the Talk, every rapper called him a bitch. His wife, a predator. Everybody called him a bitch. Everybody, everybody. And who does he hit? Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I can't do Chris Rock. But again, that's pretty clever. I mean, a pretty thing. Uh, he says, so I did some jokes about it. Who gives a blank? That's how it is. She starts it. I finish it. That's what blank happened. Nobody's picking on this bitch. She started this blank. <coughs> anyway, he goes on and on. But that's, you know, that, that, again... He addressed it, and he's how can you? I, I, I can't imagine. I guess it's just the Hollywood showbiz people. You know, your wife cheats on you with your fr- a friend of your son or whoever, and then you interview her about it on television. Uh, and, well, you know, her stuff would have been in the driveway in, in boxes. I'm sorry. Anyway, whatever. The first time that ever happened. But seriously, uh, and now uh, Saturday Night Live on uh, uh, Picking on Fox. On Saturday night, and again, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live since the 70s, I think, maybe something in the 80s, basically, but, whoa, night. Uh, Saturday Night Live had a cold open. Oh, gesundheit, my friend. It's the, I'm telling you, the allergies. Pollen, the normal pollen count's like 300. Today is 6,000 or something. Like that. That's how that's I the didn't difference. notice. <laughs> I've noticed. Flounder sure is noticing. Pshaw. <laughs> anyway, uh, Saturday Night Live cold open was uh, was getting Fox and Friends, ripping Fox and Friends, getting Rupert Murdoch and Alex Murdaugh in the cases, the murderer and the Rupert Murdoch thing, cases uh, mixed up and having a little fun with this. So here's a little, if we have Saturday Night Live, this is how they kind of made some fun on Fox uh, over the weekend, Saturday night. And a special guest whose appearances on Fox were heavily featured in the trial. He's a Fox News staple and happens to be our number one advertiser. It's my pillows, Mike Lindell. Hello, Ainsley and the guys. I'm down at CPAC right now and it is an absolute blast. I was just over at the Biden dunk tank. It's not the real Biden you dunk, but the actor is just as old, so you never know if he's coming back up. There's real risk there. That's great. Well, we're glad to have you on, but because of this lawsuit, our lawyers have asked that you please don't say anything crazy about Dominion. No problem. I've been briefed. I know the rules. Every Dominion machine has a Venezuelan Oompa Loompa inside (laughs) that eats the votes with its little mouth. Mike, uh, I gotta cut you off there, pal. You know, we can't just be saying whatever anymore. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Let me... High school? I, I know. I, I, honestly, it reminded me. I, I didn't just, see it. I, saw I mean, no, that's just, that's just bad writing, bad comedy. They're supposedly the best right. that we have in the country, and that's something they come up with. It's brutal. It's not even it's, funny. It's, like, it's literally like a high school... Uh, drama class. Basically, okay, we gotta trash the Republicans, we gotta trash Fox, we gotta trash the conservatives. It doesn't matter if it's funny, just trash right. them. Yeah. It, uh, Saturday Night Live was a trendsetter. Nobody missed oh Saturday Night You're Live. You're right. Nobody, all the way up to Dana Carvey's church lady, and then after that, well, it kind of it kind of went down. Now, was he after Eddie Murphy? Oh, I don't. Pro- yeah, probably. Well, Eddie Murphy wasn't one of the original ones. That's he the last in. time I remember being at a party and everyone stopped. Oh, my God, Dana Carvey's on this church lady. Yeah. Everybody stopped to watch yeah. it. Yeah, it was great. It was funny. It was clever. It was outrageous. It was uh, irreverent. It was bawdy. It was, na- it was naughty. You know, they did jokes it was about... funny. T- uh, yeah, and funny. 
Samurai uh, dry cleaner or whatever. Buck Henry standing there. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd with the fish in a blender. You know, remember the way we put baso, a bass in a blender? Bassomatic. <laughs> you know, that's how he got the job. <laughs> For Lauren Michaels, is them, is, uh, Belushi walked in there and did the samurai thing and got the job. Uh, there you are. I mean, it's, you know, these, and again, it was, it was, it was everything about it. Was, the characters were great. The cast was great. The writing was great. It, it was just, it fit. And it was live and it was outrageous and it was 11 o'clock on Saturday night. And who, you know, when was the last fun? time they produced a star? <laughs> that girl that was a few years ago and she's faded now. The one, no, the, the blonde here that was in Bridesmaids oh, and everything. Well, she became uh, a star for a brief uh, moment. Parks and Rec girl. Yeah, okay, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Amy, Amy Poehler. wasn't big. Tina was big when she was there. Yeah. Yeah, they, they went on, but that, that they won since then. I, I wouldn't, you know, honestly, I wouldn't know because I, I haven't watched the show, so I don't know who was there who is now somewhere else that I do see. I, I just haven't watched it. Uh, and again, that's, just, you know, it's the way it goes. Things change. Um. <laughs> oh, I know. Bill Hader. Oh, Bill Hader. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Hader. He's great. been in a lot of things lately. Um, all right, hold on. Coming up, you're going to hear about, uh, we'll talk more about the burning of the forest in Antifa. Uh, some interesting tweets on the lump of ectoplasm who's pretending to be a United States senator from Pennsylvania. Also, I listened to the, I saw the Trump speech Saturday night, and if he plays his cards right uh, this might be something happened but i'm still nervous about it also the murdoch he stayed trial. on script what's that he stayed on script yeah well he he he, he did uh, five really perfect right things which we'll talk about here in a second uh, trump, trump in his speech saturday night at, at cpac two hour long or something it, well it, yeah it went like an hour 40 That's minutes way way too yeah. long. well i know but again uh, well, you can tell when he goes off the teleprompter. Hey, anyway, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Also, uh, also coming up, um, uh, some tweets about uh, Don Jr., uh, the Murdoch trial. Now they're going, uh, the uh, community's going after the surviving son who may be involved in another potential murder that was staged, uh, looked like an accident. Also, they, they say, I was lis listening over the weekend, someone on Fox, and they interviewed that girl you like, Emily or whatever, the long yeah, girl. Your companion. And she was saying that that family ran that section of South Carolina like there there was a yeah. fief, a fiefdom yeah when they had when they had the boating accident where his son basically was at the wheel and they tried to deny it killed a girl on the on the boating accident uh, the cops were there in the in the hotel in the hospital room because everybody was in the hospital room and, and all of a sudden Alec Murdoch and his father the grandfather and the father of the of the the Murdochs of South Carolina walked into the hospital room and said okay that's it you're out everybody go away and you know and what they said it right there you know what they said this was no boating accident. <laughs> if I was a family, oh man, and they got if I was family of the girl who died, yeah. and they got away with it, well, they're suing them. I'd yeah. kill them all. Yeah, I, I, I kill them all. And, I'd and catch them out in public somewhere, and I blow their heads off. Isn't there a documentary on Netflix about this? About well, this? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like two or three. And like, yeah. didn't isn't the son gay? And one of the kids in high school. Well, no, the, guy, the kid who died. What happened was on their pro near their property, out in the middle of the, the boondocks of all the land they own, a, ki a kid who was a classmate of Buster Murtaugh was found dead, lying in the middle of the road, banged in the head. Looked like a car had hit him. 
but there was no evidence of bumpers or pain or anything, but it looked like a car had hit him and fled. It was found dead. And they think that the Murdoch family knows what, something about it because it was on their thing, huh. you know. And so now they're trying to investigate the surviving kid, brother, son, to see whether he might have known something Where? about the death of the ki- of the gay kid from his high school. And don't forget the maid who fell apparently playing with the dogs and fell down the stairs and died. And, and so uh, uh, Murdoch apparently told the family, well, here, you got, well, we'll give you this lawyer so you can sue the uh, insurance company or whatever, which they did, and won a half a million dollars, and Alex Murdoch kept it. Never gave it to him. Does, to South, the children. Car- does South Carolina have the equivalent of the GBI? Yeah. Something bigger state than poli- that? Yeah, absolutely. Well, state police. But they can be bought Detectives, too. yeah. But again, I, you know, the, the, it was the power. When, they, when, he, when he walked into the hospital room and said, okay, everybody, everybody out. Oh, no, was, uh, he wasn't. No, we can't prove he was driving. We were, you know. And, like, now, and now they're bringing all that. Everything is coming it's up. It's like again. Walking Tall was back in the 60s. It's kind of like yeah. that thing. Power plays and yeah. somebody trying to do and something for stuff the community. Up. Yeah. You know, it's Roadhouse. The guy who ran the, yeah. road, the, the, the yeah. big guy in the town. Although he wasn't the dancer, boxer, bouncer. They're doing a remake. I'm dancing, I'm dancing. The Roadhouse? I'm boxing, I'm boxing. They're doing a remake I'm of Roadhouse. Boxer, da, 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 da. <laughs> you know who's going to start? Who's going to be in it? Rocky? Jake Gyllenhaal. And they oh, oh over the weekend on. they showed him he he's he's just built oh right in the now. MMA oh, okay, yeah because well. uh, he was in the he's in some movie where he's an MMA fighter yeah and there was a, a a match this weekend where he came out and they filmed a scene because the crowd was there for an actual event yeah and he's ripped he is ripped. I mean he's well but still he doesn't seem well whatever I mean, why would they make a remake of that because that's all they do now that's I all, thought that was the dumbest they, movie I've ever oh, seen whoa, I couldn't even whoa, watch whoa. it all they have is writers who are under age of 30 and they got zero ideas because they have zero life experience I mean who, what's the dead guy who played the star Patrick Swayze Swayze in fact you know he's, Sam Elliott was that's the dumbest I movie mean, after I you can't wa- watch it after you watch so the, after you John watch the Dalton? girl who got whoa. the nose Sam Elliott dancer it's a great movie it's not a great movie. It's no, a it's stupid horrible. movie. Okay, maybe the end where the, the violence is hitting and he's getting revenge. But the first hour where he's sitting out doing the, you know, the, oh. the Tai Chi out on the lawn and, and the helicopter lands, is like, oh, God, just shoot me. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, plus after Dirty Dancing where he's seeing the dancing with the I never saw that either. Did you ever oh, see Ghost? Oh, my God. You know, oh, yeah. a Ghost bouncer. is a good movie. Ghost was a good movie. The subway scene where the ghost is teaching him oh, yeah, how yeah, to yeah, kick yeah, the thing around. That was a great character. Yeah, actor. but you know when he's holding her in the pot, I don't, I don't know. She was I hot just, back then. Well, she was that hot guy back was then. scary as hell looking. That was, wasn't that before her boob job? She got yeah. the boob job for the movie, a stripper movie. The stripper, which was based on somebody I can't remember. Carl Hyacinth's book. Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, one of the one of the great. Uh, by the way, is he still alive? Yeah, I think he is. Carl, I haven't read Carl. If you if you don't know who Carl Hyacinth is, he's a, f- a famous Florida. Uh, curmudgeonly writer, columnist. He was in uh, the newspapers for years and years. He's an author. He's written up every book he's read, written. Include, you could get him back in the 60s and you would still laugh at Carl Hyacinth's, uh, even talking about how, you know, the different automobiles and there was no cell phone. I mean, all, even the old stories of his are still hysterical. He's a very, uh, to me, is a very funny writer about life in Florida. They're all crazy. They're all crooks. They're all drug dealers. They're, uh, there's alligators oh. in your house. I mean, it's just everything about Long- every weird thing about Florida. Long before Florida Man became a thing, Carl was writing about Florida yeah. Man. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, his columns. I mean, he's he's Br- Carl Hyacinth, H I A S S N or something. I don't remember, but I I I've got I've read so many of his books, and I'll bet it's been twenty years since I've even seen one on the shelf. I know. 
Anyway, if you don't know Carl, if you want a fun, a fun read in the hammock or uh, whatever, Carl Hyacin is a pretty, pretty funny guy. Um, right, hold on. We, I got some tweets, which I think are pretty funny. President Stupid uh, going to Selma by mistake. Uh, the Forest People, Creepy Reality TV, and something. Honestly, I'm telling you this, give you this story. I don't know whether you saw it or not. But something happened in Florida and ask you whether you would drink the water. But first... One of our longtime commercial podcast sponsors, our friends at Wise RV Glass. We love these people. What a great idea. This this was so big during the pandemic in particular. Uh, the Wise RV Glass, Wise is W-I-S-E, like Wise RV Glass, is a company that will replace and take care of any and all glass issue on your RV, motor coach, camper, vehicles like that. If you have uh, maybe even a, a fogged up double pane window or even a cracked or spiderweb rear view mirror or side view mirror or back window or or the front hard to find one piece uh, flat windshields and some of these SUVs and stuff they take care of all that for you and the good news is it's an all mobile service they come to you they use your window frame. They save you money right there. Take care of business. You don't have to go drive it around and whatever. You make your deal. They show up and take care of you. And I mean everywhere, all over North Georgia, all of Metro Atlanta. No job is too small. And you're thinking, oh, it's a side view mirror. Just, no, 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 that's what they do. That's what they do. I mean, believe me, you're, you're helping these folks, and they're going to take care of you. Uh, Dad, uh, Carl retired a little while ago, and Russell's got a family running the business here. They really take care of business for you. Any glass issue, all mobile service, here's a phone number. Number, Wise RV Glass, area 470-345-6521, and on the web, wiservglass.com. And again, if you'd like to be a sponsor or just a donation, go to thekimmershow.net. And you can link up to Venmo and PayPal, uh, get a hold of Pete uh, uh, to get uh, sponsorship stuff. Whatever you want to look up for, it'd be great. Cindy uh, wants you to fix your microwave clock. <laughs> My oh <laughs> what? That's driving her crazy. Where's oh, when the door's clock? open, yeah, she can see. It. <laughs> uh, what, what do you got your microwave on? No, because sometimes if the power goes out, the microwave clock will reset to twelve o'clock, uh, and I don't reset it because I have the one on my oven. Well, how does she know what your clock did? Because sometimes when the door is open, the camera can see out there. Oh my god. <laughs> Somebody's paying way too much attention. I, I, I'm a little nervous about this. <laughs> Did you guys have a big storm Friday afternoon? Uh, During the tornado warning? <coughs> yeah, it was more war- I mean, It knocked our yeah. power out. I took my flag down. It knocked our power I, out. I, I brought it was my windy flag here, like you had said, but we didn't get a lot of. Yeah, I didn't man. get any hail or anything, but I definitely I took the flag in. It it's sto- I, the first two nights I stayed up there, it stormed like I never heard of really? a storm storm. Was it pretty? Was it nice? I mean, was it? Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. I wonder Everybody if you had, was like, "Holy cow!" Air coming over the mountains or something. It might be it was just drafting a, colder air. It was just or something. big bad storm. The landlord goes, "Gosh, we never really get two in a row like that." But it was like boom, boom. Hmm. How far it, is the the owner's house from your place? It's on the other side of the mountain. I can walk to it you can if walk I want, to it. but I'm kind of lazy. I don't want to walk up. By the way, an update. Yes, thanks. How are you doing? Uh, How's Rocky, you want to know if I'm wearing my overalls yet. I have yet to buy an old pair of overalls, but I'm going to because I love overalls. Rhino wears them. I got the snake boots, the waterproof snake boots. Oh, so try them out. smart. Try them out. And uh, the, the male woman, is, I met my male woman, and she came down <laughs> and she goes, gosh, I never, she's, I've been doing this for 20 years. I never knew this house was down here. No, be damned. <laughs> it's like, holy cow. But so I went to a stream and I'm sitting there and it's cold as hell and the stream's going by and going, this is great. This is wonderful. Is that gold? And I'm reaching down, grabbing stuff. 
And all of a sudden, it's like, why is my right foot wet? The left foot boot works, but the right foot doesn't. So I'm going to have to send it back. It's made, oh, my. It's made in the Dominican Republic, the boots. You had to send, it, send for it in the mail? Yeah. Don't they have snake boots in some Dick's I, Sporting Goods or something? Not my size. Not, I, need, I need an 11 wide, and no one had yeah, That's it. what I wear. So now I'm going to have to. What about the great outdoors? That, what's that bit? The Where bass, is that? I mean, the Bass Pro Shop. I bet I've they tried them. Yeah. Cabela's, and they don't have my size, at least not in the style that I wanted. So I ordered it on Amazon, and it doesn't work, so wow. i got to send it back. Man, that sucks. That does suck. Now, other than that, how are you enjoying the place, the, uh, the loneliness? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of solitary. It is, it is solitary, even though, I mean, I can walk up and talk to people up there at the top of the mountain if I want. Or I can go Did into... Can you go see the horses? There's a horse rescue place I haven't place walked there? down there yet, but I don't really have to go anywhere. There's like eight deer that ran across while I was doing the show early this morning. There was eight deer that went across Talking the front yard. Talking to deer as good as people. There were wild turkeys. <laughs> there turkeys. Wild turkeys. Gobble, gobble. You know, he could, yeah. Is, is it legal to shoot turkeys in Georgia? On your land, I yeah, imagine. I'll be oh. damned. That's some good eating there. Uh, anyway, well, uh, good. and uh, so Flounder, what about your weekend? Any, any fun weekend things? Or? Uh, I had the niece's fourth birthday on Saturday, so went over there and... There was about seven or eight, four to five year olds oh, running around. So uh, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was fun. Excellent. And then uh, yesterday, I just laid around here, did some laundry, and just kind of went for a walk. It was really nice. But other than that, just kind of yeah, kept it lazy. Well, boys, it's a, it's going to be a beautiful time of the year. We hope. It we did have one incident. What's that? Uh, it knocked the power out, and of course that knocked the pump out, which means it had no water. So we're down there oh trying to God. fix it. And, and the fix-it guy came to look at it. And he goes, well, I need to look at something in the house. Could you move a couple of these boxes to the side? I said, sure. So I pick up this cardboard box, and I take two steps. And both the landlord and the fix-it guy both go, whoa! And I'm like, oh, shit, is there a snake or something? I turn around. There was a spider the size of my hand oh my. right where my hand was when I picked oh. up the box. And I said, is it poisonous? And the guy goes, no, it's not poisonous. It's a blank, blank spider. I forget what he called it. It's not poisonous, but you'll probably bump your head when it tries to jump at you, jumping out of its way. Oh, jeez. That's what I need is it a jumping spider as big as your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Go right in your head. <laughs> <laughs> <Aliens>. <laughs> it's got to cut him. It's a giant. North Georgia barking spider. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lordy, this <laughs> this. I think about tying a string to it and having to go, you know, using it to go fish. Yeah, you know, there you go. There and grab the fish and bring oh, it in. Oh my yeah. dear Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know that in the Philippines, they train otters. And they put, they have ropes on otters. They walk them like dogs. The otter goes in and catches the fish and brings it back to the fisherman. Are you serious? I'm serious. Wow, I had no, I didn't know you could. I trained an otter to go and bring it back. Bring it back. Now I don't pull. I, I'm throwing the flag. I'm sorry. I don't think you can train an otter to go get a fish and bring it. Sit, boy, give, you know, drop. I mean, please. Otters. People have otters as pets. Have we seen this anywhere? Is That's there, a video. You saw the I video? watched it yesterday. All right. Well, then. I, it then must I, be true. It's got to be true. If you saw it's it, it's on the internet. It's, internet. it's got to be true. <laughs> if it's on Wikipedia, <laughs> you know. Like I understand, anybody can put anything on Wikipedia, so you know you're getting all the true stuff. <laughs> By the way, uh, we got a bingo, American flag, 
05. 05 Bingo American Made Fully Reckoned. No, I didn't get anything on the tire. I guess the tires aren't on the bingo card. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Hold on a second here. We got tweets. Oh, here we go. Uh, this is fairly. I, I, I'm checking Twitter. Again, that's on the bingo card. But Kimmer checking Twitter once or twice a day. Um, uh, coming around, people are starting to wonder now after they discovered that John Fetterman, the brain-addled vegetable uh, who is a, a officially a senator from Pennsylvania and is 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 brain-addled and, and incompetent. He can't he can't function because of his stroke. Uh, John Fetterman uh, co-sponsored a bill from the hospital. How did he do that? Uh, one guy said, "Gee, I've never heard of such a thing. Why aren't they releasing? The, why aren't they releasing the photos? Since when do mental patients co-sponsor Senate bills? The man is—he can't communicate because of his stroke, and he's so clinically, medically depressed he can't function. He's been hospitalized for depression. Now, again, we're not—you know—we don't mean to demean that. That's a very—if you're hospitalized because of depression." That, that's that's big time big time charlie you're about suicidal you can't yeah you can't fight if you're so bad you can't think or get out of bed you're not a united states senator able to function for your country we hear what the wife and kids did uh, well to tell the story they left the country yeah they went up uh, his uh, his his bisexual brazilian uh, wife yeah, she decided said, to take a little vacation said social media was so bad she left the country bitch you ran him yeah, that's right you made you made him do this she's the senator from pennsylvania and everybody knew that was going to happen and she She's going to be a... He, he, she she's going to be... Yeah, she, she took she's off. She's in Canada. Yeah. Um, uh, comments. Uh, Democrats aren't playing with a full deck. Fetterman needs to provide sign of life from the mental ward. Everyone's questioning, is Fetterman actually dead? Does anyone else find it odd that John Fetterman is hospitalized with clinical uh, clinical depression and is co-sponsoring bills in the Senate? If this what was is, a Republican, oh please, they'd be if waiting this outside. Had been, uh, George uh, Lopez or whatever the guy in New York they're talking about, wouldn't being hospitalized for depression mean you shouldn't be doing legislative work? Um, John Fetterman able to co-sponsor a bill while currently missing in action in the hospital? What a miracle or something! And then, uh, breaking at CPAC, Donald Trump Jr. just disgustingly attacked disabled people, just like his father did. Here's the direct quote. Uh, Pennsylvania managed to elect a vegetable. I'd love for John Fetterman to have good gainful employment. Maybe he could be like a bag guy at a grocery store. But is it unreasonable for me to expect, as a citizen of the United States of America, to have a U.S. senator have basic cognitive function? And so this guy called Don Trump Jr. an ignorant piece of crap. But, but again, he's, you know, yeah. But still, this is, in fact, let me mention the, the Trump thing now before I forget. Uh, this is why the Democrats win. And I saw, I watched the speech of Donald Trump Saturday night. And in fact, uh, Fox was kind of uh, shamed into covering it. They weren't going to cover it until Steve Bannon was at CPAC and started blasting Fox News for anti-Trump. They're, you know, they're doing everything they can to hurt Donald Trump. And so uh, Fox decided, well, you know, we better cover it. So they covered his speech live, the whole thing. Um, and and I, I, I will say this, you know, it's still Donald Trump. So, uh, you know, Donald Trump running again. For president, we all know what that might mean and the issues and everything else. But he did say some very, very important things. Donald Trump said when he if he is when he is elected president again, he's going to crack down on election fraud and so and so. But then he said, until that time, 
We're going to do what the Democrats do. We're going to stuff ballots. We're going to have drop boxes in churches. We're going to have people early voting for a year. We're going to have gathering of bundled votes at old home people's uh, sick homes and in hospitals and in nursing homes and every other freaking place you can find. And we're going to have people just send out ballots by the millions of Republican ballots. He said, we're going to do everything they did, and that's how they won. Now, you can't prove that they cheated in that that everybody who voted Democrat was not— legally able to vote Democrat. I mean, we can't prove that. But the election was fixed because of all the things the Democrats did to make sure they weren't going to lose. John Fetterman got elected because they knew he had a stroke and said, oh, my God, let's open up the early voting. And they told all the Democrats, vote now. We don't, you know, he might die. Vote now. And they did. It was Republicans who went to the polls on election day. And by then it was too late. They'd already elected the Democrat. Because they said, vote early, vote early, that's what we're doing, early voting. Donald Trump said, in fact, Donald Trump said, when I'm president, he, he said, he said let, me, let me tell you what happened in France. France had their general election. France elected their president or the prime minister, whoever it was, in one day using paper ballots, and they had the results at 1030 at night. Yeah. One day, one day voting. None of this, you know, three-month early crap. One-day voting, paper ballots, where you write the name, you put check the name and give it in, and they had the result at 10.30 at night, and he said, when I'm president, we're going to have one-day voting and paper ballots. And then he said, but until that point, we're going to do all the stuff the Democrats did. Now, of course, it'll never pass. It'll never pass. pass. People want convenience. I know, but but I'm saying the point was that Trump said all the right things. He said, the right thing to do is this, but we can't do the right thing because Democrats are going to steal it from us, so we're going to be like the Democrats. I I mean, it was really flabbergasting. It's but what I've been, we've been saying this for months. You know, the end is justifiable. You have to beat these people. You can't trust. They're not playing the game. They're lying and cheating and doing all the things they do for the goal of winning. They elected Fetterman. Come on. Anyway, so and Donald and Donald Trump did all the right thing: early mailing, ballot harvesting, uh, setting out ballot. I mean, pardoning uh, the, the January six people. Yeah, oh, that, uh, everything he said is exactly the right thing, and I'm hoping. Uh, maybe the people who didn't, you know, get off their butts uh, and wouldn't vote for Herschel Walker, you know, would finally uh, come together for this election if he's the nominee. And again, I don't, you know, just if he's the nominee, we're going to go through the whole thing again. It's going to be even worse this time. The left will not, will do everything. They're never going to vote for him. They're never going to do anything yeah. for the country either yeah. while he's in there because anything that makes him look good, they're not going to do. Yeah. It's going to be open revolt is what it's going to well, be. I, I, so what are you going to do? Are you going to put him down or are you going to keep putting up with this Antifa bullshit? Do you see where Walmart's pulling out of Portland? Yeah. Not Walmart. Only, Walmart, yeah. And not only, uh, there was a story today about a, 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 a well-known developer and, and real estate uh, uh, mogul and stuff. He says, I'm leaving. I, we can't do this. We can't li- you can't live in Portland. Look what they've done. Democrats. Again, this started years ago. We saw what was happening in Portland and Seattle and Baltimore and Washington. What's happening here? Chicago. Antifa. And, and now Antifa in the fo- the forest people, you know, like, like that's got anything to do with anything. Uh, I well, mean, sure. just, I don't know if you have this on your on your agenda, but you heard Eric Adams, what he sounded off on. 
the mayor of New York City. Oh, I'm the, talking about Lori Lightfoot losing the election because of a lot of these policies. Yeah. Well, it, it is a warning. It, 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 no, no, on. no. She was unelected. The same people who put her in there four years ago have suddenly become racist. Yeah. Yeah. Suddenly and kicked her out because she's a black woman in America. Anti-black and anti-woman. She didn't say anti-gay. She said that she didn't like didn't like people because I'm black and female. She left off the gay part, which you and know. So you saw, she has, <laughs> I forget if it was Thursday or Friday. There was a. a officer killed in Chicago yeah and she was right next yeah. to the man oh, yeah. I mean yeah too late though yeah yeah uh, anyway I thought that was kind of freaking bizarre so good luck on uh, if at least Trump said the right things um, I mentioned the burlock things a little bit uh, did you I, I this was just was uh, lucky timing on Friday I guess it was when I got home I had whatever, I, whatever. I got home, I was home Friday after I guess went to the stable and I came home and I turned on the TV and there is the judge about to give his sentencing for Alex Murdoch. I have never seen or been in a courtroom or seen video of a judge's sentencing charge to the defendant. Have you ever actually seen a judge saying, uh, given the, you know, I saw the whole thing. Yeah. He told the stories of the family and the power and the grandfather on down. I've worked with you in court. I mean, he's the whole, you know, history of the Murdoch family and how powerful they are and so and so. And, and the judge was, uh, uh, it was very calm and relaxed. And he kind of, you know, he said, you know, uh, I know, I know you. I've been to parties with you and we know your family. And I guess it was, just you know, I guess it was the the part of you that became a monster. Uh, <laughs> and, and I, I, I mean, it was, it was getting the judge. The you know, judge just saying this. The judge was the judge was sent, was giving the whole thing of why you know when he, they he said, said you, we went to parties. Oh yeah, I, I, I you know I've seen you at uh, functions and we've uh, been you've been in my courtroom before and uh, your you know your family sat that that we know each other. I mean, they're all you know lawyers. They're all lawyers. They no, go no, to so we've gone to conventions and meetings oh. and lawyer meetings and stuff. And he said, I guess the part of you that became a monster was you know and he's well you know just you know, you know just very calm. And then he said he said you know um, he said I understand that uh, the prosecution made an arrangement at the beginning to avoid the death penalty. Uh, uh, you know, and he, he, wanted, he wanted to give him the death penalty. <laughs> I mean, it would say, and I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm, I've, I've never seen that. I've never actually mm. seen the live judge sentencing a guy to two consecutive life terms. And he said, he said I know, I know uh, probably every night when you go to bed, you'll be seeing the faces of uh, your son and your yeah. wife. I mean, it just, it was, it was unbelievable. And I'm thinking, oh man, this is so freaking cool. I remember the time we were in a Mongolian <laughs> nut, nut cluster together and uh, <laughs> we're driving along. And, you know, <laughs> is it wrong? <laughs> Grown man. <laughs> you eat one foot, you're a cannibal. <laughs> so there we were in the hot tub with Harmon Wages. Yeah. <laughs> Who just came out with a book? Did you know oh, he just God. wrote a book? I wonder if that's in it. I don't know. I wouldn't be a bit surprised. I, I bet he's going to talk about that hot blonde for it was a local uh, talent uh, girl, Debbie, Debbie Norville. Norville. Oh, she. And I, so in fact, I remember the first time I, w I met. Well, she was in Atlanta, and then I went to Chicago, and I, and then she went to CBS, and I ended up doing a story with her, and she was also covering it at the same time I was together with her, and I'd forgotten. 
I mean, she's like a six footer. She was a big beautiful big girl, but but perfectly proportioned, but real seriously large. I mean, not large, but you know, large, real large. woman. Um, and uh, and Biggin. you know, and she was she was great at what she did. She was a big uh, She had a big big girl. Anyway, um, <laughs> Biggins brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets. There you are. Closetpro.net. 404-255-0589 is the number. If you're Deborah Norville, you need a big uh, closet from Atlanta Custom Closets. <laughs> Just to walk in there and put your stuff in there. Well, that's how you do it. Closetpro.net is how you contact them. Uh, the ladies, men, everybody oh, yeah. loves closets. Yeah. I could use more closets Organizing right now. to have everything right there where you want it. Oh. Your shoes, your shirts, your pants, whatever. They'll take care of whatever okay. you want they do. For the first time ever, I have a shoe rack thing. You know, it's a, it's a bunch of, you yeah. hang it up, there's a bunch of holes to yeah. put stuff in. Yeah. I'm not putting shoes in there. No. I got one for underwear, one for socks. There you one are. For, I mean, yeah, that's it's, a girl it's great. Thing. That, well, well that's you only it, have it, two yeah. pairs of shoes. I got three pairs. Yeah. Uh, now, well, now with my snake boots, which won't fit in <laughs> yeah. them. But girls have like 60 pairs of shoes, yes. so they have to have those folding things. Uh, we just got a nice note here from Fernando Colon. Fernando. Oh, sorry, uh, sent us a very large uh, donation here. Howdy, boys. Enjoying the show from... From Houston. Houston. He's, yeah, he's our Houston guy. He's our Houston guy. Yeah, he actually thank you, sent, Fernando. He sent me uh, a Holy Crap at Sports we did back in the 2000s, which is pretty Oh, no funny. kidding. And it was right after Bush beat Kerry, so we were talking about the election. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh, my damn. I'll, I'll send it, send it to you. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, and again, Holy Crap at Sports, I assume, later today? I, first time you? ever, I did a midnight show. I did it this oh morning. Oh, my God. Did it this morning, because I don't have to worry about waking well, anybody up there, anymore. There you are. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah, so I was going to say, how, what's your, are you adjusting to your schedule and the kind of new pace of I'm, life there? I'm getting up earlier, because it was funny, because my landlord, they, they beeped me, texted me early Sunday morning, because I wasn't awake, about 9 o'clock. Hey, would you like to go on a walk? Yeah. What? I probably would have if I was up, but I wasn't up. And about 11 o'clock, I was like, oh, I guess they Your they landlord asked you to go for a walk? Yeah, they go, they walk because they walk all over those trails and stuff all uh, over the place. So well, I would have nice gone for a walk okay. with them, but I wasn't up. All right. He's not planning to come back alone from the woods. No, him and his right? wife. All right. I, I, I just, I, <laughs> What's I the, maybe listen. they take care of the people who live there and bury them in the woods. <laughs> I don't know. You're maybe. walking out there. Boy, it sure is spooky out here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine I'm going to feel. I feel. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be walking back alone. Yeah, in the dark. Thank you. Don't worry, kid. I'll be one bird worrying about it. Uh, <laughs> uh, a couple of funny videos. Did you see in uh, Volusia County, whatever that is, Florida? Uh, a bunch of uh, rat bike riders. These little, ree, ree, you know, they look like crickets on their little rat bites, I call them. The little, little phony motorcycles. Pocket rockets. So, yeah, pocket rockets. Uh, crotch rockets, yeah, they call yeah. them. Uh, and, and a bunch of them are riding together. And one of the little crotch rocket guys is flipping out a, a bunch of police officers as he's zooming oh. by them and goes into the intersection and gets creamed by a car. I mean, just you know, obliterated by a car. Unfortunately, or maybe for him, fortunately, didn't kill him. But then you see the video of him trying to run away and the cops actually catch him on their body cam right on the ground but again he flipped off the cop and got creamed by a car in the intersection the video's right there it's freaking hysterical and i saw this morning there's another kind of funny video in idaho where um some people are snowmobiling uh, in the, out in the middle of nowhere, and all of a sudden, one of the one of the kids who has an old snowmobile that doesn't have reverse on it is part of the story, and he gets stuck, and there's a moose coming at him, Oof. and so his brother on another snowmobile tries to 
uh, you know, to just, you know, dis- distract the moose so he doesn't go to the thing. And it works for a while. And then he puts his, uh, his snowmobile into reverse and you hear the beep, beep, beep like that. And apparently it gets the moose all freaked out. So and I think it's a girl moose. So she attacks the snowmobile and oh, you see no. the guy go flying off the thing. And luckily he didn't get hurt. But it's anyway, it's pretty vets on, on a video uh, uh, social media. I saw something that. similar. There was a uh, I think it was in Minnesota or somewhere where they have mooses. And there was a guy taking his garbage out, and he had a little, like, uh, what are those portable garages called that you can put your lawnmower, yarding tools? Shed. Shed like that. And he was going in there to put it back, and he just turned around, and then he just slowly went in the shed and shut it. And then about five seconds later, you see a 10-foot moose just come right up to the door. (laughs) (laughs) Those things are scary. They'll kill you. I think the plural is meese. It could be Mises. Mises. Mises or Mises. Really? Yeah. Uh, it could be either way there. Um, anyway, I, I thought it was, it was a fairly funny video. Uh, okay, now more in this uh, force business here. By the way, for the record, Marjorie Taylor Greene, our uh, congresswoman from North Georgia, is now proposing to designate Antifa as an official terrorist group after they burned down the forest in, in Atlanta again over the weekend. So Marjorie Taylor Greene says she's introducing a resolution to declare Antifa a terrorist group. I'm introducing the resolution to officially declare this smoke and flames coming from the future cop force, the Atlanta Public Safety Training Center, which, by the way, they they wanted to develop so that they could train police officers to be better at their jobs in light of the George Floyd bullcrap where they charged cops for doing things they actually didn't do. But again, the city of Atlanta tried to say, well, we'll even get better training. We'll we'll put a training center in here. And of course, the haters didn't want any kind of even they even training center to make them better. they don't want it to get better. No, they don't. I mean, they want it to get worse. Yeah, it's it's absolutely has nothing to do with anything. Uh, so the training facilities uh, on Key Road, Southeast Atlanta, protests have been clashing with the police forever. Um, again, over the weekend, somebody was throwing Molotov cocktails at the cops, throwing rocks and, and, and stones and bricks or whatever the hell they can do. They arrested 35 or 36 people. And again, I don't under and Marjorie Taylor Greene says we need to call Antifa terrorist group. Period. They've been doing this for God knows. Lauren Boebert, the congresswoman from Colorado, tried to do it two years ago, and that didn't work because, of course, House was controlled by the Libs and the Dems. Um, but again, they're, they're trying to do it again. But at least I don't understand why the first time a Molotov cocktail is thrown by somebody from those woods, why they aren't burned out. I know. I mean, just take bulldozers in there uh, and, uh, and officers with rifles and move forward. What's the problem? I mean, seriously, why, why are they taking because this? Democrats are running the city and the, and the counties. Isn't this like an FBI thing? Isn't this a oh, federal no, thing? Oh, no, they're too busy going after yeah. parents. They, these are out-of-state people who are organizers for this Forest Watch bullcrap. So isn't that an interstate thing? Isn't that supposed to they be They don't the, care. Oh, I, forgot, I said FBI. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's, we don't have it. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I remember, you know, I used to watch Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. on TV. I thought we still had an FBI. So I'm... I'm old, I'm old, and I just, this is why I'm not on the radio. I just, I don't remember things. I forgot we don't have an FBI. I'm, I'm embarrassed, I'm embarrassed. Uh, anyway, I don't know why they don't saw, I don't know why they don't go in there and just put every one of those Where's people. Where's the governor? I don't know, I don't know. Why is the governor putting up with this? I don't know. Why isn't the mayor holding, you know, going live and saying, we're going in at noon? Or, or, I mean, I don't get it, I don't understand. Why are they still uh, uh, doing it? 
I mean, literally, if, you th- if, if I'm a cop and you throw a Molotov, a burning firebomb at me, you don't think I'm going to react probably, uh, you know, <laughs> in a bad way? God. Oh, anyway, I mean, again, I don't, I don't understand any of this. Uh, but again, the way they treat cops. Oh, in fact, let me do this story now about, uh, about Minnesota. Do you hear about this woman in Minnesota who, uh, I, I'm sorry, in the state of Washington, Washington State. Same thing. Pretty much same thing. She runs a marijuana dispensary. <laughs> and uh, she owns a dispensary. And the other day, a state trooper was pulling over somebody for not wearing a seatbelt. And he pulled the driver over at this uh, near the parking area of this Washington State marijuana shop. Yes. State trooper pulled over the guy. So the owner, this girl, identified as Amy Deluge. Why is the girl's name Amy? All freaks. Oh, um, oh no. No, no, not all Amy. Just sorry. Amy's. 30% of Amy's are freak crazy. <laughs> sorry, 30%. One of my first crushes was that. Well, and I, and I, there's a girl named Amy that, you know, whatever. Uh, anyway, so this girl Amy comes out of, owns the store, the pot store, comes what out of the store and do? says, quote, get the blank off my lot. You're done. You did your due diligence. Get the blank off my blanking lot. Uh, she, uh, the uh, uh, place is called the uh, Green Seed in Washington. Uh, the state trooper is Yasin Anwar. Uh, he's standing <laughs> on... Uh, okay, this, but this is interesting to me because you're going to e- appreciate that even more. Okay, pot lady, because you effing playing, you're playing his name. His name is uh, Yasin Anwar. He's uh-huh. outside his vehicle while she's screaming at him to get out of her property. Um, and uh, he's very calm. She says... Uh, the trooper t- uh, talks to the guy, he gave a ticket, he says, okay, here's your ticket, do you have any questions with that? And the, group, the girl's still screaming at him, the cop just saying, do you have any questions with well, a citation um, uh, about, about the traffic stop? She's still screaming at him, you're on my effing land, you bitch, you better learn your effing place, I'll effing take your wife right out of your effing bed. Oh, wait, bitch, you're not married, huh? Uh, and, and, she, and the guy says, you know, seatbelts are a main contributor to our fatalities, so we want our cops to uh, take care of this. Anyway, uh, she's still screaming and yelling, and she's, she gets up in his face. Uh, she puts his hands, her hands in his face and was just confronting him like crazy. Uh, so uh, with, with this video, uh, they're going to send this information to the local prosecutor to see whether it's possible they can charge her with interfering with a police officer on duty or something. I thought marijuana is supposed to calm you down. Uh, not to this lady. Uh, and people are saying, how can a person that owns a business treat a cop like that and get away with it and still own the business? Uh, the chief of police says this woman has had uh, run-ins with authorities for a very long time. Uh, she verbally attacks officers every time they show up doing anything. Um, she, they're investigating her. They've received numerous complaints, and nothing seems to work so far. But, you know, again, Did she break a rule? Did she break a law? She threatened him. She threatened him. There's got to be uh, interfering with a police officer. Of course, it's probably too late. He would have had to charge her right there saying you're interfering with me arresting this guy. That is a crime. A cop can warn you. If he warns you you're interfering with him doing his duty, then he can give you a citation. It may not be a handcuff arrest, but he can give you a citation. But the main point here is you said duty twice. I said duty twice. Anyway, this this, uh, Anwar Zingak or whatever his name was, was calm, polite, and and the state police director saying, this is is what we train our officers to do. Man, I I could never do it. There's no way I could. He should have done 
He should have kept making eye contact with the other woman, talking to her, and then reach out and grabbed her by the neck like Bill the Cat. <laughs> yeah, Gack. Yeah, crank. And just hold her by the neck yeah. <laughs> while he's just talking. The <laughs> <laughs> that would have been freaking amusing. Uh, and uh, President, President Stupid <coughs> goes to Selma. Uh, and uh, for uh, for Bloody Sunday, which he thought was Black Sunday, about the movie. Anyway, uh, he goes to to uh, Selma, Alabama, for Bloody Sunday, and uh, talks about the uh, civil rights movement and fundamental so and so and everything else. And he's, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just what does he know about Bloody Sunday? I don't get it. In fact, did I write anything down here on his uh, trip? He there? said he was when he was a student. He was in civil rights marches. There is no proof ever that he was involved in any civil rights movement when he was a student. Right? Yeah, he used to make the, the same claim about black churches. He'd go to the black church every. <laughs> yeah, I don't really uh, think that's quite true. Anyway, uh, the other big thing about the Democrats today, uh, they are now demanding that uh, President Showersmith's daughter have the Democrat National Convention in Atlanta. This would be the biggest screw you Georgia, screw you Atlanta that uh, the political party has ever done here, I would think. The same people who called us, uh, you know, uh, Jim Crow 2.0 and took away the All-Star game. And I mean, it's, the, the disrespect, the charges of racism from day one, and, and they're still doing it. Uh, you know, honestly, if they... Now, I heard Bortz this morning, and I, I think he's... You know, he, he talked about how the last time there was a convention of international people coming to Atlanta, he had... He, he uh, voiced some translations in native language of French and whatever, and he would say... Uh, he, he would have a... Fr on his radio show, he had a... a his message was uh, in French. Dear French people, we have a very humid, hot city here in the summertime, and so we're asking you to change your customs and for once start using deodorant while you're here. You know, stuff like that, you know, which is, which is fine. But I, I honestly, if they have the Democrat National Convention here, I'm in favor of blocking every street. I'm in favor of having protests and picket signs and balloon, you know, spy balloons every freaking corner, uh, make it hard for them to get to their hotel uh, convention site. I'm not, don't break the law. I mean, don't, uh, don't hurt them. Don't, you know, but scream at them, yell at them, signs, picketing, walking across every, every single intersection walk in the crosswalk so nobody goes anywhere. I mean, shut them down. Show up at every one of their meetings, go to their conventions, uh, uh, get a ticket or whatever you have to do to be part inside the convention territory as a delegate or whatever. I'm telling you, uh, we need to make them wish they'd never freaking come here and show them how we feel about them disgracing, calling us racist, and, yeah, <laughs> calling us racist and rednecks and white supremacists and people who hate black history and every other thing you can imagine. And let's remember, Martin Luther King Jr. from Atlanta, the most important comment he ever made for the, for the racial uh, integrity of his program and his policies in this country was judging a person not based on the color of their skin, but on the content of their character. The, most, the single most important line from the I Have a Dream speech, that was his dream. The dream is judging people on their character, not their skin color. And not one of those Democrats believes that. Not one. 
everyone believes in equity and making up for fewer numbers of black people or gay people or I mean pick I don't even sure gender people genderless people uh, cross-dressing trannies my god that, that an admiral in the navy uh, wearing a dress dear god um, I mean again these people don't believe in freedom they don't believe in civil rights they don't believe in Martin Luther King Jr.'s I have a dream speech why would we welcome them here it's an embarrassment. They hate us. They hate everything we stand for. It's not our city anymore. Well, I, I know, it's, but it's I, their city. I'll be out there. I promise you. If they, I mean, we need to organize protests I the likes of which they've never seen. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth the drive down. I the know. Truth. <laughs> well, plus, you know, those of us, you know, about, not me because I can't get a job, <laughs> but the people are pro- probably would be working anyway, so it would be hard to, you know, Republicans tend to try to work. work. And, so whatever. Um, anyway, I, I hope, you know, I, shut them down. They They'd arrest here. you, not them. Yeah, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll take one for the team. Uh, you know, really. <laughs> I look forward to seeing you on the evening news. <laughs> Again, what would you think happened if you see me in the back of a police car? <laughs> you ever seen the meme? It's, this, it's the two ducks are in the back of the police car. The two I ducks? There's two ducks in the back of the It said, not only are my ducks not in a row, but this is where my ducks are right now. <laughs> in the back of the police car. Oh, I love it. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, a couple of quick. Uh, to a couple of quick. Um, mm, yeah, maybe uh, Rob Lowe will make another video. <laughs> What's that? That, that, that? The first one was kind of hot. Remember the Rob Lowe video? Yeah. In '88. now? Oh, Sophia says maybe you can make another one because remember he made it with the underage girl from here. Where's she talking about Rob Lowe for? Rob Lowe, the '88 convention. Oh, oh, oh. The video. Oh. And by the way, if I'm not mistaken, uh, yeah, the Rob Lowe, the famous video when he with the '88 convention here in Atlanta, Rob Lowe was having sex with a couple of 15-year-old girls in the well, hotel room. One that was kind of. One was like 15 or 14 or 16. But I, as I understand, I think I did this story many, many years ago, and if I recall correctly, I believe one of the women involved in that uh, gang party with Rob Lowe (laughs) became an Air Force pilot and set the record as one of the first female combat pilots or something. I think that I, I remember that might have been somebody that they th- I think one of the girls was became a very famous uh, something or other. And another one of the girls uh, lived to regret it and say, you know, I don't know what we were thinking, but, you know, whatever. But I think one of them became a, a famous Air Force girl pilot. It, there's, there's so many jokes there, but since they're probably no, I well, local, I'm, I'm probably not going to do it. <laughs> my, I don't know, my high club. <clears throat> a couple We're going to be talking about the armed forces later. I'm going to do something for you. Oh, okay, all right, excellent. Um, and again, um, uh, uh, I don't know how long we'll go today. I've got to get to the tire store, but we'll that's go as long as I've got a couple quick uh, <laughs> crime type stores. Yeah, that's bingo, four down. Um, in Texas, a homeowner turned the tables on a burglar who broke into his El Paso home in broad daylight, shot the guy's dog, didn't kill the dog, wounded the dog. The homeowner... Uh, grabbed his gun and started shooting at the burglar who fled and, and started screaming, I'm hit, I'm hit, somebody help me, somebody help me, <laughs> as he's running down the street wounded. Uh, and so they uh, chased him and they finally, uh, he was yelling to the neighbors, somebody help me, I've been shot, I've been shot. And they took him to a local hospital and freaking arrested him. The dog oh, apparently no. is going to be okay, but uh, they uh-uh. should have killed him right there. If you break into my house and you shoot my dog, oh, it's over. if I even have to go down the street oh, in yeah. broad daylight with people 
are watching, yeah. you will die a slow death. Yeah. Well, uh, the, uh, the, the, one of the shots you'll get from me is right in the nuts. Right I in the guarantee nuts. you. Right. And then a gut shot. Yeah. And I'll just sit there and watch you writhe in pain. And as yeah. I hear the sirens coming, I'll put one in your temple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, some very bizarre. I've got a bunch of history things I want to get to, too. So let me do a couple quick things here. Uh, I was uh, I came across th- some examples of some of the things that are uh, on reality TV shows. Do, do you watch like Deadliest Catch or those you know, reality? There's a, there's a whole I watch Gold Rush sometimes. I kind of like Gold uh, Rush. Once in a while, I turn that on, but I'm always ticked off because it's like, you know, they do, they move the thing and they get the thing. I don't know. It's, the it's pump like, always breaks. I know. There's get a always, pump that they works. They got to bring the train. And you think of the, the size of those equipment, gear, trucks. And they're in the they're, middle of oh, nowhere. I know. I mean, how do you how do you do that? And they and never have a park. Gold dust, you know. They have anyway. to go a thousand miles to Anchorage to get the park. I know. And then, and then it's like it's like the mystery of Oak Island, you know. Oh, that's the biggest ripoff. And that We found a board. This could be from the Mayfly. No, no, stop. It's just, <laughs> this rock was formed as a tool by the early, you know, I mean, just stop. Just you're freaking killing me. <laughs> the island is about the size of this apartment building. I know, yeah, yeah. And there's a tunnel and there's a board. There's a piece of wood. I don't know. Oh, this could be. You could have dug up the whole island by now. Seriously, you could have put a thing. What do you call it? When they build bridges, so they have to put the pillars in yeah. the water. What do they call it? The thing? pile drivers. Yeah, no, it's that thing they put around to dry out the land. Oh, the cistern. Or is it something or there? Oh, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. They could have done that whole yeah, island by now. I know, it's, it's wrong. Uh, well, some of the things that actually happen in these reality shows. In season three of The Deadliest Catch, a search and rescue mission for a four-man crew in the TV show found one survivor, hmm. one empty survival suit, and two dead crewmen floating in the water. Oh, no. Deadliest Catch during season six. Fisherman and star Philip Harris died unloading crabs from a stroke. Yeah. Uh, MTV series Buckwild, Shane Gandy, along with two others, was found dead in a truck on the MTV show as a result of carbon monoxide poisoning. They suspended filming of season two and eventually canceled the show. Uh, let's see, uh, two more. A show called Under Wild Skies on NBC Sports it was funded by the NRA. But they canceled Under Wild Skies, the sport uh, shooting show, after the host, Tony Macris, shot an elephant in the face and then compared his critics to Adolf Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Storage Wars. I used to watch Storage Wars. Yeah, the old ones I like. I don't watch any, but I used to watch years and years ago. During their series special, Unlocked, the Storage Wars star found a corpse wrapped in plastic inside a locker that he bought in 1988. The police had told him that a guy murdered his wife and he left her in the storage unit wrapped in plastic. Well, that was Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. 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 Uh, And an unaired episode of Fear Factor, contestants were challenged with, oh, I don't even want to say this one, the Joe Rogan, (laughs) Joe Rogan was hosting it. Yeah, that was like almost, Uh, well, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say what he did, but let me just say uh, Joe Rogan was hosting Fear Factor in 2011, 2012, and I won't say what he did, but he had the uh, uh, contestants challenged with uh, ingesting something, which was, and they canceled the show. Good. Because of that, the show was canceled. The whole thing was gone forever, which is uh, fine. Now, I'm going to say one thing, one more story here that I, I just can't freaking believe. And let me ask you what you would do if you were me, but I can't find it. Here we go. <clears throat> the state of Florida 
has issued a dire warning about your tap water. A quarter million Floridians are being warned to avoid washing their face with tap water. The reason is a man died from the brain-eating amoeba infection after washing his face and rinsing his sinuses in tap water. The infection is from the Negleria fowleri, a microscopic single-celled amoeba, very rare, but it, uh, it's, uh, it's contaminated water that enters your nose. No treatments, kills 97% of the people who get it. Four patients have survived between the years of 1962 and 2021. Damn. Four. Four. This is the first case in Florida where a person's infected through tap water. Uh, it's the first case to happen during a winter month. Now, here's what's killing me. A disease expert at the University in Florida says all you people in this county, uh, Charlotte County, should avoid exposing your nose to tap water. Uh, you should avoid any water going into the nose, at least for now. In the shower, avoid anything getting into the nose. If it's unavoidable, boil the water first. And officials in Florida are stressing. Again, this is the, this is the bacterial killer infectious disease that eats your flesh. Uh, it, if it's unavoidable, boil the water. And they stress the infection cannot occur through drinking tap water. It is so rare, it can only happen when water contaminated with this amoeba enters through the nose. You cannot be infected by drinking tap water. Oh, really? Would you drink the tap water if they said, by the way, if you get it in your nose, you're going to die, but you can go ahead and drink it? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you know what protection? I mean, come on. The uvula. Yeah, your uvula. It protects you from that. Yeah. Oh, that's a little thing dangles in the back. I, I can't believe it. Babs, it's your uvula. Yeah. Oh, it, just don't get it in your nose, but you no, can no. go ahead and drink the... Oh, my well, God. Well, you don't have Would a uvula you put that water nose? anywhere near your mouth? <laughs> I mean, real. I mean, my God. This, by the way, this flesh-eating thing happened. I remember a case in Georgia. A Georgia, a woman lost both her hands and her legs, uh, and I and I, I remember reading the story about it. Her father and she, her family. She was. She was uh, what do you call that? Riding the uh, the cable. Yeah, there was a, a, a what's that called? Oh yeah, the, the uh, where you ride down the cable of life, where you swing down the cable into you the trees. You ride the cable down, and she cut herself. A cable uh, car? Like no, no, no. You're, no, you're flying the, the, with the, it. A bungee the line no, ride. No, no. The zip line. Zip line. Zip line. Zip line. Zip line. Zip line. And she fell in the creek yeah. over there by a cut Carrollton. Yeah, and it was in the creek, and the creek water was infected, got in a cut, boom. And her I, the story was that uh, she said, well, the, the story was that her father, I believe, her father and a family were with her in the hospital room they had already taken off her leg and one of the, her other foot because uh, the doctor said it's you know it's we can't you can't save it we can't keep it there it'll get in your system and then they said uh, and unfortunately we're going to have to cut off both of your hands and so they, she, they said, and, and the doctor, this is incredible. And the doctor said, I want you to look at your hands. And he took her hands and his hands and he looked and he showed her. He said, he said, I know this is horrible even to think about, but you can see. And she said, I, I, I agree. And so she looked at him. She said, well, there's nothing else can do. Let's go. Jesus, can you imagine mm. cutting off both your hands? I don't know how you function doing well, they got the thing. thing. Well, they, I know, but still. Artificial harm, yeah. 
I mean, and she was a young woman, you know. Anyway, and she had to look at her hands and say, yeah, you're right, and then say, okay, let's I, do I, it. I think we overlook the tactile thing of feeling stuff with your oh fingers. Oh, my God. I, I've often thought if you, if you had to lose one of your senses, I'd, ha- I'd hate to lose a sense of touch. I know. I mean, I'd hate to be blind, and de- I mean, I'm almost deaf, but I'd hate to be blind. But I'd hate. Can you imagine not having, being able to feel anything? Don't know if you have your clothes on or if you, you had to choose, or... I would guess smell. Even though you would, your food wouldn't be the same, and drink wouldn't be the same. But at least you could hear, you could see, yeah. you could touch. I know. Anyway, I, that's, I, what, a, what a horrible, horrible case. Um, I'll save that. I got a dear Abby. I'll save that for later. That's it's pretty funny. Another one. I don't believe people can freaking actually react this way. Uh, now a couple of uh, historical things and a um, uh, some birthday stuff like that. Oh, do you want? Did you want to do something? Uh, uh, some military thing or something? I sure did. I sure did. I'm glad you gave me enough warning to find it before you <laughs> said that uh, I should do this. All right, here, here we go. Well, we did Gary Rosington, right? I want to do something, play something with you two. Flounder. With what? All right. <clears throat> you know Charlie Brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, Charlie Brown, right? He plays I'll baseball. Know Charlie Brown, yeah. So this was the, I think this is the date of the first Charlie Brown playing baseball. Oh, really? In 1951. Out in center field and Lucy's out there not well, who, catching balls. Well, who's the pitcher? Uh, is it Pigpen? Who's the pitcher? Flounder. Snoopy? No, wait a minute. Guys, no. Isn't the listen, Lucy, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. He gets hit. He gets hit. That's right. They keep creaming the ball. If Lucy doesn't catch it in center field or something. Okay. Who's playing right field? Pigpen. I don't know. It's Lucy. Lucy. Okay. I thought she was in center. All right. Who's playing first? I don't know. Shermie. I don't even remember Shermie. Shermie's the Christmas special. Why do I always have to play a shepherd? That's Shermie. Second base? Who's playing second I base? I don't there? remember. Linus. Oh, my God. Linus well, with his blanket. I, I did not blankie. know he was the second baseman there. Who's the third baseman? I don't know. Pigpen. No, there's the other my guy. Pen. <laughs> who's the shortstop? <laughs> I don't know. Now, who's usually the shortstop? Uh, I don't know. Who usually the plays dog? shortstop? Who usually plays shortstop? The best uh, athlete. Yeah. Well, the best athlete would be Snoopy? Yes. Okay, there you Snoopy's are. Snoopy's the best athlete. Right fielder is Lucy. Center fielder is... I don't think... I'm running out of characters. Think Tomboy. Think... Oh, uh, Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty. <laughs> center fielder. Peppermint Patty. The left fielder, you'll never get this one. The left fielder is Violet. Remember Violet? Schroeder? Dark hair. Where's Schroeder? Isn't there Schroeder the piano player? Who's playing catcher? That's Schroeder? That's Schroeder. <laughs> and Lucy would sit there and talk about the getting married later when she's on his little toy piano. Uh, what a great call. We know what a great series. All right, here we go. <clears throat> I didn't do this. Let me see who put this out there. Somebody, Stu or somebody put this out there. If you were a farm animal, which military branch would you, you be? What, like, uh, let's just say Army. What animal? Best? Donkey. Do you think the donkey is yeah, best for I think the, the donkey army? Rep- I think the donkey is the army animal. I was the mule. Say a dog. The mule. You say a dog. I, not a dog. donkey, a mule. A Why mule. a dog? Because they're on the ground and they fight and they're, they're soldiers. Mule. I say a mule. According to this, it's the cow. What? How do you figure that? Pack animal that doesn't like change. <laughs> <laughs> it grunts a lot, just wants to hang out and eat all day. That's the army. That's the army. <laughs> All right, navy. Navy. What's what's the navy? Oh, what animal? Butterfly. A butterfly. Uh, well, Flounder. Sure. What? Uh, 
Navy. A little pissed off the Navy people here, I guess. A flounder? A flounder. Well, That's after it. what they've done with this business about, you know, everything's a man wearing a dress at freaking Admiral Levine. Oh, you're going to love this Please. one. Please. The emblem that best farm animal, that best exemplifies the Navy. Sheep? Horse. Oh, stop. You're killing me. They're sensitive, kind of nervous. Carries everyone around and is kind of bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop kicking me, all right? <laughs> what farm animal best represents the Air Force? The Air Force. Well, that's got to be the uh, hoot owl, I think, probably. An eagle. Eagle. Very close. Uh, the uh, the uh, crow? A rooster. A rooster, all right, sir. Looks majestic, but is annoying to everyone. <laughs> Air Force. <laughs> Not great with the ladies. <laughs> all right, what's the Coast Guard? What farm animal? Oh, my. That's got to be a, 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 a seagull. Seagull, that's a pretty good one. Well, how about the uh, how about the pig? The pig was the pig? always in the no. Wallowing. The Coast Guard is the duck. The duck, overly aggressive. Water no bottle. one is really sure why it's on the farm, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> overly aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Space Force. It's a new Space Force. Space Force. What's the farm animal? Wow. Well, that's got to be a crow or something. A crow. What do you think? Crow. Uh, eagle. On a blank. I don't eagle? know. Eagle. Eagle. The it's, a farm, it's a farm animal. Farm animal. For some duck. reason, they think it's a lizard. A lizard yeah, represents Space Force. Doesn't really work on the farm, but lives there anyway, and no one can get rid of it. <laughs> and finally, the U.S. Marine Corps. Oh, boy. What farm animal yeah. best represents the U.S. Marine Corps? Uh, it's the bulldog, of course. Bulldog, according to him. We've already said horse. What about a bull? A bull. That's a good one. So you Another say... Good one. Bulldog and a bull. <laughs> It's the pig. <laughs> Loyal, but smells bad. Very suspicious. Always hungry and will eat literally anything. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I can't uh, really quibble with that, I don't think. Uh, how about some birthdays here, boys? Rob Reiner, the hideous leftist oh, socialist, terrible. 76. Tom Arnold, 64. Ugh, no talent. D.L. Hewley is 59. He's, he can be amusing occasionally, mm -hmm. black guy. Uh, Connie Britton, very lovely lady. Yeah. Uh, she was in one of those Friday Night Fights thing, I think, series or whatever. She's been in a lot of things. Connie Britton, is she, is she the blonde girl? No, I think well, she's dark-haired. Is she the, the dark-haired one? Who am I, I thinking I think she's of? been in a few space operas. Connie Britton. Anyway, 56. Mm -hmm. uh, John Stossel. Whatever happened to him? The he's still on social guy. media. Is he? And he's pretty pretty conservative now. Oh, he's very conservative. John, he's uh, 76, you John remember? Stossel. Do you remember the time... It was somebody, either Tom Hughes was off for a week and they had guest people do it. This is before yes, I, I yes, would do I it. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And John Stossel did it one day by phone and he was the biggest yeah. pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, 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 for a while he was a real controversial about, I can't remember what it was, but he got in, he got in some serious public stuff for some theory of his or something or other, but he's a consumer guy. Uh, Alan Greenspan, my God, he's still alive at 96. Is, is, he, is he married to that little snot from NBC, uh, uh, Andrea Mitchell? Yeah, yeah. Um, Armin Katanian, the sports guy, 69. I haven't seen or heard from him in 20 years. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Blocks the sun. The man's 51. Can walk, I never forget walking down the hallway around the studio. And all of a sudden, the light disappears. I swear to God, in the hallway, and it was Shaq walking down to the studio. Um, David Gilmore from Pink Floyd. Yes. 77 today. Mm. Also, remember the name Kiki D? Yeah. She sang with Elton John. Uh, uh, don't Go Breaking My don't Heart. Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Great song. 
With Elton John, she's 76. Kiki D was a former session musician and was the first white British artist to sign with Motown Records. I didn't know she was And working. in 1970, Charles Manson released an album called Lie. It looked like a Life magazine cover without the uh, F in it. Lie, like a magazine. Um, it, was for, it was to raise money for his killer girl's murder trial. A few years earlier than 1970, Charles Manson actually befriended Dennis Wilson of the Beach Boys because Manson was a wannabe musician. And Charles Manson actually talked the Beach Boys in to recording one of his songs called Cease to Exist. They changed the title to Never Learn Not to Love, and it was actually on the B-side of the single Blue Birds Over the Mountain, released in 1969, wow. a Charles Manson Beach Boys song. It hit uh, in slot number 61 on the charts. Uh, and in 2004... Lionel Richie's ex-wife, Diane, went to court demanding a decent alimony settlement. She was seeking $20,000 a year in plastic surgery, $15,000 a month on clothing and shoes, $5,000 on jewelry, $3,000 dermatology, $1,000 for laser hair removal, another grand for massages, grand total of everything, her monthly demand and alimony. Monthly demand, Lionel Richie's ex-wife demanded a month $300,000. <laughs> That's a lot of dermatology removal. Um, let's see, a couple of historical things. And I know there's a lot. I, I hope these are interesting. I thought they were kind of cool. Do you remember, you may not be old enough, uh, Flounder, I'll bet you aren't. I'll bet you are, Pete. Remember the TV ads where the announcer was saying, it now has acetosolic silic acid. Acetosolic, acetosolic silic acid. Acetosolic silic acid. Uh, no, it has acetosolacyl. It's aspirin. Uh, and they used to use that term in the commercial for Buffer or Bayer or something. The patent office in Berlin, Germany, registered that acetosolacylic acid in 1899. The chemical was originally found in willow trees. Yep. They registered the name aspirin. Discovered by a German pharmaceutical company Bullshit. owner named Frederick Friedrich Bayer. But it's bullshit because people have been using that for centuries. Yeah. They would chew willow bark. Right. But he got the patent for the name aspirin in 1899. Bayer. 1965, the corrupt government of South Vietnam begs America to send the Marines to free the South Vietnamese army trapped at Da Nang. The Marines landed on March 8th. 1981, that's the way it is. Walter Cronkite retires from CBS Evening News. Social. That's the way it is. Right. Became a total socialist. I couldn't believe when I first started reading what he really believes as a philosophy. He's a socialist. Uh, 1857, the U.S. Supreme Court rules a slave named Dred Scott was not an American citizen and therefore could not sue for his freedom in federal court. The Dred Scott decision. And they changed that later. 1836, after a 13-day siege, Mexican forces led by General Antonio Lopez de Santa Ana stormed the fortress known as the Alamo. The battle claimed the lives of every defender, including William Travis, James Bowie, and Davy Crockett. 1912, the National Biscuit Company officially oh, introduced... Bowie. What's that? Bowie. Uh, Could Jim be the Bowie, Bowie knife. I think it is a Bowie knife. The National Biscuit Company, 1912, officially introduced the Oreo cookie. And unrelatedly, the same day in 1964, heavyweight boxing champ Cassius Clay changed his name to Muhammad Ali. 
Uh, a, uh, 1983, a tavern in New Bedford, Massachusetts, where a woman was gang raped on a pool table, much to the delight of a crowd. Jodie Foster starred in the movie about it called The Accused. Four men eventually got in trouble for it. Uh, by the way, a movie that I don't think she ever got credit for it. Ever. If you ever see the movie The Brave One with Jodie Foster, I liked it. She plays a radio talk show host that's involved in a crime and becomes a vigilante. And okay. it's... Uh, the Brave One by Jodie Foster. If you get a chance, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, and it had it also had uh, there's uh, the, uh, one of the black actors I really like. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's well, he has cl- uh, little wire frim glasses. Uh, very well known actor. I can't if I just said his name, I'd remember. But anyway, it's, it's a good movie, The Brave One. Uh, 1995, the Jenny Jones Show taped an episode on gay crushes. A guy named Scott told the TV <laughs> audience on the show his crush was a friend named Jonathan. Oh boy. Well, Jonathan was furious that he was embarrassed, and three days later. Because of the publicity, he killed the guy named Scott. Jonathan was sentenced to 50 years in prison. He served 22 from 1995. The episode on Jenny Jones was never aired in the syndication package, but it was on court TV. Uh, him giving his crush and he got killed for it. 1978, we were talking about Larry Flint the other day, the uh, hustler porn king. Larry was taking a lunch break from his obscenity trial in Gwinnett County, 1978, this day, when a white supremacist and serial killer named Joseph Franklin shot him and his lawyer. Flint was paralyzed from the waist down, his lawyer wounded in the arm. Uh, This guy, uh, Franklin, was executed in Missouri in 2013 for other murders. Uh, Larry Flint died in 2019. It was a serial, I'd find the guy was a serial killer who was a white supremacist and was mad at... Something about what his year was that? Uh, 1978 in Gwinnett County. That went through. I was at Parkview, and that went through the school like wildfire. Oh, Everybody said, "Did you hear Larry Flint got shot?" And of course, when we all got out of school, we all drove over there to look at yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. It was Gwinnett. It was Gwinnett County, like the courthouse. <laughs> yep. Uh, eight. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. Eighteen. <laughs> sorry. Here. Boo. <laughs> uh, 1831. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh. I was hear. a plebe at West Point. Okay, okay, this is weird. I was just going to say thing, but you don't have the Netflix box. Founder, you got Netflix. Yes. It's called The Pale Blue Eye, and it's Christian Bale, and it's set in 1830-something, and I had no idea that Poe was a, a cadet. Yeah. Well, there's a murder mystery, a serial killer at the... Uh, at the West uh, Point? At West Point, and a, a Christian Bale is a detective there to fix it, and Poe helps him. And I haven't, seen the, I haven't seen the end of it. I was about to mention that about 15 minutes ago. 1831, Edgar Allan Poe on this day was a plebe at West Point, but he hated it. Yeah. So he stopped going to classes deliberately so they'd kick him out, which they did. He liked to drink. <laughs> he like, but he said, oh, I, know, I can't handle it. It's a great movie so far. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. really is. Well, uh, there you go. 1831, Edgar Allan Poe. 1896, a guy named Charles Brady King drove the first car through the streets of Detroit in 1896. The car broke down in a busy intersection, and somebody yelled... 1896, the first car ever seen in Detroit broke down in the middle of the intersection where other forms of transportation were... Get a horse! Get a horse! That was heard for the first time in Detroit. Somebody said, get a horse, because this car broke down. I mean, how funny is that? That's funny. (laughs) Actual cliche was true. Uh, Let's see. Oh, did that do all of them? I think I did all of them. There you go. I'm done. That's it. I got nothing. All right. (laughs)
I feel bad for parents nowadays. Do you? You have to be able to explain the birds and the bees. Yeah. The bees and the bees. The birds and the birds. The birds that used to be bees. The bees that used to be birds. The birds that look like bees, plus bees that look like birds, no, but still, they still got their stinger. Being ridiculous. All right. Uh, we talked about this last week. John Stewart on Stephen Colbert in 2021. Yeah. Visibly been... shaking Colbert yeah, up. Yeah. Because he was daring to say things. John Stewart on the death of comedy. I did a pretty good bit on that show, and the two things that came out of it were I'm a racist against Asian people, and how dare I align myself with the alt-right for daring to say it came yeah. out of a lab. It's unbelievable. And again, uh, who's that bald little dwarfy scumbag from the used to run Zuckerberg? Zucker, Zuckerman? Uh, who was the little... Yeah, no, the guy used to run CNN. Zucker, Jeff Zucker, Jeff Zucker. Jeff Zucker. He has now admitted, or they caught him, and it's become out now, that he had told the people, when he ran CNN, he had told the people in the news department of CNN, do not report on the China virus coming from China or the lab because Donald Trump says it is so, and we don't want anything on CNN that would confirm or agree with anything Donald Trump says. Exactly. Holy, I mean, it's finally out. It's right there. He told them, don't report anything about this because it'll help Trump. I mean, they deliver. I mean, Change we don't do it, but again, it's it was from the head guy. Yeah. I hate these people. I swear to God. I mean, we again. You you let them win, and they keep going. Yeah. In fact, uh, Glenn Greenwald talked about John Stewart. Stewart says the left is basically a cult now. Yeah. Yeah. If you say anything they don't like. By the way, we're not allowing Djokovic into the country to play tennis. I know. Again, oh my God. In How, May. Now? The, in May, they're going to get rid of that. I didn't know you couldn't get in the country if you haven't yeah. got a vaccine. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's 5 million illegal aliens right. that have come across the border. They don't have the vaccine. They don't care. Yeah. But Djokovic can't come in here. Yeah, that's right. The 2024 Subaru Outback is designed to take you anywhere you want to go. And it's available with low 1.9% APR financing with complimentary maintenance included at Subaru of Gwinnett. Discover the many reasons to love a Subaru Outback. Advanced technology features for added safety, tough, sophisticated styling, standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, and a 2023 IIHS Top Safety Pick Plus. Get out there and go places in a Subaru Outback. Adventure never looks so good. Go to SubaruofGwinnett.com to learn more. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. All right, men under 30 explain why they're not having sex. <laughs> oh, oh, I know, I bet I know this one. Uh, Tim, who's in sales, says a man must have money in a room of one's own if he is to have sex. <laughs> Actually, I heard, I heard a thing about men complaining, single men are complaining now, lately, that now that they're kind of getting back into the personal dating scene, he said now oh, what's happened is that men, fe single men feel like they're on a job interview. 
that if you're da- if you're in person now dating a girl, you know, they're, they're talking about your job, your career, your future, your family and stuff. And, and they're thinking that like they're on, like, uh, like they're being interviewed yeah. as opposed to just seeing whether there's any Good. magic between them. It's it used you. to be. Well, you know, I, God, I can't imagine. I can't. Oh, are, do you miss dating? Do you, I mean, you may date. Are you dating anybody? Are you not you're, at the you dirty bastard you are, aren't you? You're in love with a son, you son of a bitch. Uh, you dirty, lion, sneaky prey. I, I, I guarantee the man's got nine girlfriends, and they all come over here one day at a time, and no one will ever know it. Uh, Flounder, are you? Are you? Did you ever go back to that girl? Or the thing? No, not you, her. Uh, do you miss dating? Do you, do you wish you were? Do, I mean, you I know, date. Let's meet at uh, meet at seven thirty. Then go to the store, have a thing. I mean, go out and have well, dinner. The problem is, is my schedule. Like yeah. during the week. I mean, I'm, I'm up at three in the morning. So girls who want to meet at seven or eight, that's yeah, it's damn near my bedtime. So yeah. I mean, I, I date casually, but just nothing serious yeah. right now. Do you miss dating and, and going, you know, getting dressed and making plans and picking her up at the thing or maybe so and stuff like that? No, sometimes you know, you went out and you had a good time. Yeah, you know? yeah. But it's, I mean, the thing is, is it's easy now, depending on who you match with on these apps. But the first thing I do is, you know, you. You kind of get a little feel with the first couple questions, and then I'm always like, "Do you want to grab a cup of coffee or a drink sometime?" Yeah. yeah. That way you get to know them. If there's chemistry, great. If not, hey, yeah, you got yeah. a free drink out of it. Yeah. Well, anyway. All right. But they say it's a. It's You're not missing anything. Trust no, me. I, trust me. <laughs> my uh, days are over. <laughs> here's what Plunk says: Why he isn't having sex? I've had my penis in a glory hole for the last five years, and no one has come by. No, no. Zach said, maybe the better question is, why does society seek to define manhood relative to whether we are or not having sex? Why is sexual content somehow the imperative that justifies our existence? Why are we as men not allowed to define the relationship that we have with sex outside of the patriarchal gaze of our heteronormative society? It's not fair. Did any hot ladies get horny for me saying any of that? Yeah. How come no girl put something in my drink? Carrie Ugly Shithead Fitzsimmons <laughs> says, you think it's because of my nickname is Ugly Shithead. <laughs> I would go whatever right off the top. But it's actually very presumptuous of you. It's actually because my dick is smaller than a Tic Tac. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to apologize to the sudden turn. Uh, Dustin. <laughs> Dustin says, sex? What am I, a Game of Thrones character? <laughs> <laughs> the, ba- the Bachelor's on tonight, so it's going to be all the girls trying to... Uh, uh, I can't wait to see what this is like. I think it's The Bachelor. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to. I can't watch that stuff. Why not? I, I tried to watch Milf Island again the other day. I can't. It's just too creepy. I mean, it's just creepy. All right. Well, we'll close with this, kind of. All right. Sometimes I wonder yeah. if the people who unfriended me in 2019 are starting to realize I was right. <laughs> All right. Uh, while Flounder picks the Bad Takes Theater of yes. the Day, I shall read you today's truly tasteless outstanding, joke. Outstanding. Outstanding. All right. Let me get here. Oh, what do you call an African-American homosexual? Uh, wow, I don't know. Sir? <laughs> black and blue. Weird. Black, <laughs> black and blue. Black, oh! <laughs> black and blown? I don't know. <laughs> well, we did take a turn here the no, last we five did. minutes. Well, I don't show, know. I'm, I'm not a good follower. I just... It's <laughs> <laughs> that Edgar Allan Poe thing. I was just about Isn't to say, did you know he was a cadet? And you were going to... But do you know how many times you and I have that thing That's where... Weird. I mean, remember the times where you said, oh, my God, I, I was just thinking, you, you woke up this morning, you had a dream about this. Remember that? And, and, some, yeah, and I was... I, and I, the reason I didn't say anything is because, well, he doesn't have the Netflix box, so why rub yeah, it in? It's a, know? Good, it's a good movie. All right, uh, have you found it? February 25th. February 25th. The, hung, the hangover. All right, hold on a second. Let me get here. February 25th. Ooh. Uh, the hangover. Ah, okay. All right, you're the first guy, the second guy. 
I'll be the second guy. Why am I hungover? Did you drink water? Yes. From a glass? Yes. Was it frozen? Yes. Was it surrounded by whiskey? It's like you know me. <laughs> <laughs> frozen, surrounded by... <laughs> Never had it described that way before. <laughs> All right, boys. Any yeah. other thoughts before we head up? I got to go get my tire done here. And I got to do that like annual... Uh, mine's worse. Tomorrow, the annual treadmill stress test run. Oh my! Uh, now, who's, who's having you do that? The cardiologist. You do it oh. once a year. But you don't. Do you have a heart? Th- oh, you have a heart murmur. Yeah, you know, I've only got two heart problems. You've known about for twenty five yeah, years. Right. But other than that, other than that, that's right. I remember now. <laughs> well, in a stretch. In fact, when I took, when I had my heart attack. Um, and, and my uh, doctor, Adam Karen, gave me a stress test in the office shortly after that. And we, we were going to, I used to run 12 miles a day for years and stuff like that. But we, would, we did the stress test in his office. And he said, okay, you can stop. You can stop. It's not going to bother you. And he, he said, I was, I was in such a move groaning and ripping around and my heart was great. Everything looked fine. He said, hell, this is, he said, I can't believe how great you're doing. You can go ahead and stop. Which is probably why I didn't die when I had my heart attack. Anyway, uh, well, good luck. I hope, I'm sure you'll be fine. No, I never finish it. Oh, hell, you don't? And every year I say, next year I'm going to do this. And oh. he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I feel bad now because he stopped mine because I didn't have to finish because I was doing so good. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. But I had a heart attack. You, you didn't have attack. a heart attack. Yeah, so. Well, that's kind of so weird. So it evens out. Yeah, it evens out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Right God bless America. for <laughs> me. <laughs> I gotta go, you're killing me. Look out, Herbert Herp. Hoorah, Super Five. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Herp. And who? Here we go. <laughs>
FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.